to a very, very special episode of Batarang, Story Screen's Batman Podcast. The podcast where we kind of chronologically-ish go through all the Batman movies from start to what's nearing the finish line of this journey I've been on with my, my favorite Bat Boys, and uh, I'll introduce them now. Who are you again? Me? Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face, Mike Burge. Hello. Hey, that's, that's my boy. You got to start the party with a bang. That's right. Ah, that tickles me. Also joined by the clown prince of crime, Jack Kolodzinski. Took a bad time biting his DiGiorno. Yeah, well, you know, you shouldn't be eating a DiGiorno on the podcast, but I'm going to let him. I'm going to let it happen. Jack secretly has like a bunch of deals with like all of these outside like uh, sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, like, he's getting paid a he's lot. like from... San Pellegrino, DiGiorno. Hey, I love these things very deeply. I believe in them. If they want to pay me at the end of the day, yeah, that's fine. If you put in the offer code uh, DiGiorno or Pellegrino on your favorite ad, you can get... You can try that. No, no, no. We're not here to talk about DiGiorno's. I'm also the Alfred the butler who's going to run Sorry, through what? this journey. Hang on. Not here to talk about what? DiGiorno? DiGiorno? Pellegrino? SNES. Yeah. Hey. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, Justice League. Uh, we all just, this is kind of a little bit of a hot take, if you're unfamiliar. A hot take is another show we do on Story Screen where we see a movie, we don't talk about the movie until we get to the microphone, and then <sighs> unleash our emotions onto the mic, good or bad. Um, we try to unpack the movie a little bit. So this is a very special episode, I'm really excited for it, because we're going to talk about Justice League, um, the sequel to, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and it also in a way, uh, Man of Steel, the Zack Snyder Superman movie. And uh, Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman as well, you're right. So, this is the kind of the Avengers of this DC franchise and this race, what it seems to be uh, going against Marvel. But uh, kind of to get our... It's good to start, I think, the conversation with our general impressions. I'm curious to see where we all land on this movie. We are, Just so you guys know, we're not huge fans of BVS, Batman vs. Superman. Um, so let's see how we feel about this movie. Bird, I'm going to kick it off to you. Uh, Justice League is, uh, I'll be up front. I'm going to be nice to this movie. You're feeling nice? I'm going to be nice to it. Um, because it's trying a lot of things. It's got a lot that it's got to live up, like, just like a lot that it's got to deal with to even try and be in any way entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I think the movie does admirably and taking a step in the right direction in a lot of ways uh it's not a very good movie but it's not an insanely terrible movie in the same way that batman v superman is kind of almost unwatchable that's kind of where uh that's like my follow-up question is like how do you think this compares to bvs which is i think you know the movie that kind of made us lose hope make us lose the the superman s sign in the franchise Mm. I think it's it's a an immense improvement from Batman versus Superman, but again, like that's still like a very different scale. Like you're not yes. just talking about good and bad with that. Like you're talking about a movie that ha- like Batman versus Superman has so many problems that we discussed in the previous episode yes. that it's very hard to pinpoint down exactly where all this went wrong, what exactly is going on inside this thing that is making it act like the little tiny monster that it is. Yeah. And in this movie, they obviously learn from a lot of different things there's a lot more humor in it the movie itself is brighter not just in like 
Tone. Uh, being able to see things, but also tone. Yes. Um, I think that everybody that is new in the movie that we'll get to more specifically, uh, I like. I I did not think I was gonna like Jason Moma as Aquaman, and like I had a lot of fun with that character. Uh, do I think that it is a phenomenal character or a phenomenal performance? No, but I also think that that is there's again the the thing that's wrapped around Justice League going in is that they have a lot that they need to do to play cleanup and they have to do that at the same time that they are introducing this movie's story and also introduce three new characters that we've barely seen before and like understand who those characters are, what their personalities are like, how what, what they can bring to the team. And I think they do that pretty well or as well as they can. Right. Uh, but that's, that's yeah, my, yeah. my general. Again, being nice to the movie. I think we should, you know... After I ask Jack kind of the same question, we'll talk about the production issues going on with the film, because mm-hmm. there's a lot there as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Jack, did you... What's your general... Just your yeah, well, you know, again... Uh, I had all that time. It's an audio, audio medium we're working with. You're audibly eating pizza. Mm-hmm. Two seconds, please. Okay. This movie sucks. Uh, it's <laughs> not. It's not good, but... I think to, I'm going to be less nice to this movie to, than you are, Mike. Um, but I understand why you want to be nice to this movie, because Batman v Superman just barely worked as a movie at all. Yes, this works. This functions as a movie. It yes. has a plot and like some sort semblance of pacing and a through line of connectivity between scenes they're trying so so hard that it shows they're trying way too hard they're trying too hard with this humor they're trying too hard with the action like the cg is just so painfully in your face and obvious at all times yeah that it is insulting um more than anything and i think this movie is just so dumb it's so (laughs) dumb it's so so dumb. Like mm-hmm. it's just like there's a there's a there's a, a a divide between the popcorn dumb fun and the like dumb but trying to be so much more than it has any right to actually right. achieve, but reaching for it. And I think that's why you you are feel so inclined to be nicer to this movie. And but at least it works as a movie. To me, this movie is reminiscent of superhero movies sort of before we had the kind of renaissance of superhero movies like this is a superhero movie with all the problems that superhero movies had i was gonna say 10 years ago but that's not probably not even far back enough no maybe like like 15 15 years ago like mid 2000 early to mid 2000 superhero movies It does kind of feel like the Ben Affleck bat, uh, Daredevil a little bit. It feels a lot it like that. Yeah, I think yeah, about yeah, it, like in sure. general, t- like in like the kind of lighthearted grittiness that they have. Because, like with DC, the DC movies, they can't just take a, a full one eighty from the gritty. Otherwise, it's going to feel like too heavy of a tonal shift. Right. So you see them doing this kind of balancing act in this movie, where it's like, well, and I, I think yes. that's that's where this movie ultimately falls apart. Is it never really takes the time, this entire DC franchise has never really took the time to find its own identity in the comic book world space, because Marvel has pretty much all but conquered the humorous, lighthearted, funny, but sometimes achieving like some level of dramatic... I mean, 
there are moments in this movie that hit with me emotionally but like it's on a very basic (laughs) level because i'm not emotionally invested in these characters but there were moments where as a fan of superman like they get superman right in this one they do yeah and that's that's a thing that is also like totally weird and you're like what is like you know they, they 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 talk about him and they discuss him in a way where you're like yeah he's this figure he's this He's this, you know, like they symbol didn't earn of hope. any of that, though. No, I was right, gonna say, exactly. I think, I think some of the one of the saddest things about this movie is that due to some of its successes, it makes the movie feel kind of alien to people who haven't, like us, who have been kind of watching these movies all in succession. These like DC movies, even going back from the older Batman movies, and then we're getting this kind of new franchise. You know, some of the things that they do do to make like these characters better or different or to t- totally shift that work you're almost it's almost jarring in a way you're like oh this is so unlike what i thought these movies were gonna be and it's like it's just weird because like they're doing the right thing um but it doesn't always work and and maybe it's a turnoff or maybe it just makes you feel confused at least on this first viewing and probably my last i um and kind of i think the middle ground between you two which is which is good um i didn't i think the movie is a lot better than Batman v Superman. I think it's a lot better um, for a lot. Like you know, they are injecting more humor into it, and I really mean it that they're injecting it into almost like Bane with his like crazy. I mean, did green any poison? Did, like, did any of the jokes land at all? For some you guys? of them did for me. Uh, some yeah. that were I mean, not. Like, we can, can get into of, that with spoilers. I can think of maybe that, yeah. one. I thought was I didn't laugh, but I thought it was like okay. At least I wasn't offended. There's a lot of lampshading that happens in the movie. And what I mean by that is that there's these kind of like glaringly weird things going on and characters are kind of making fun of that thing by kind of like mm-hmm. pointing a lampshade on it. They're and very like, self-aware. Yeah, and it's it's trying to be self-aware, but it's kind of like, no, but these are real problems that this film is having. You can't just kind of poke fun on it and, and have it just work now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this is kind of like centered toward Flash, but we'll save a lot of this for the, the spoiler discussion, which we're going to try and keep it spoiler-free for this beginning part. Uh, I think it's hard for us to, to talk about some specifics of the movie without mm-hmm. spoilers, so I, I want to take some time to uh, talk about the direction of the film. Uh, so basically, this movie is originally a Zack Snyder joint. He's uh, was the director for all intents. He's the director of the film. He was kind of the, the the runner of it. He is a part of the pre-production and most of the production of this movie. Uh, he had a family tragedy happen. Um, I don't think we even need to get into specifics, but a member of his family died. It was, he was trying to work through the movie and he kind of put out a statement that he was trying to finish the movie, but he, he felt like he couldn't cause it was almost a disservice to his family. So he, he went back to them and Joss Whedon, uh, Helmer of the Avengers, but the Vampire Slayer, uh, in a way, a very prominent figure in nerd culture and someone who really is known for working well with the studio, doing humor well for super, he seems to kind of get you know, super powerful characters and making them human and making them funny and making them like making them work with each other Absolutely. and bringing them together. Creating I mean, it's a essentially team. that's one of the things about the movie is like it's it almost feels like they're trying to rip off the Avengers, but like how much of that can you actually complain about when the dude that's m- making part of it made is the, the Avengers. dude that made the Avengers? Yeah. So you're kind of like, all right, how much is that like? attempting to rip off DC attempting to rip off Marvel and how much of that is just we can go like this works because it's like the one way that it does and I'm telling you it works so obviously there's no way for us to know this but I'm going to pose this to you guys right now sure how much do you think of what we even think 
makes this movie work. And I think we've kind of started to get there a little bit. How much of the redeemable parts of this movie do you think you can attribute to Joss Whedon? And I want to preface this entire discussion by just reminding you how Batman v Superman just was not even a functional movie. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just bad. It just didn't. It was like a it bunch of scenes and nothing was not put together. That's the thing. This movie is kind of is it's kind of well paced. The pacing is getting better. They're moving it's from better. scene to scene, and there's a flow to it. There's I don't know if Joss Whedon of, had control in the editing room or anything, um, which I very highly doubt he did. How uh, much of, of his fingerprints do you think? And again, twenty we'll percent. The producers came out and said that they were like fifteen to twenty percent of the movie is uh like rewritten reshot or shot by joss whedon himself they were like that's roughly about what it is give or take and it kind of just depends though because he's all throughout it they went back and did yeah. reshots so it's not like you know he only did that 15 percent of the movie it's yeah. speckled all throughout like all of the recruitment stuff and everything like the first act is very much joss whedon is very much sped up that very first scene too which you heard me i audibly said wow because the first scene, which we'll get into the later, it, open of the it's movie. just like, it's yeah. very Joss Whedon. Um, and it's one of the sweetest things I've seen in a I, DC movie I in a think long it's, time. I think it's one of the best scenes in the movie, um, mm -hmm. that cold open. And, I, and we will spend some time to talk about it. Yeah, he, um, I, I, I feel like Joss Whedon's probably, I feel like he had to be in the editing room. Because I think his role is major, he, his role is kind of a part of post-production, I'd mm -hmm. imagine. Because that's the part of the movie right he's but the guy he wouldn't have been given together. like the when i say editing it's like he's controlling the overall pace of the movie and that's something that you like a director that gets final cut would be able to be like that 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 with a right. big studio movie like this i'd imagine yeah he's in there helping the editors out like notes, to go with yeah. the vision and help out with Zack snyder's vision and i'm sure the cinematographer too which was Zack Snyder cinematographer yeah. was helping that along to keep this because it looks like a Zack Snyder movie through and through mm -hmm. he's always got that kind of visual style in it but there are moments where you can go like the camera's placed there and now they're 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 filming this like that they're making this person like the the, the center yeah. of this frame like that's very much Joss but Whedon. I think um, okay. I think the question Jack was asking is do we think this movie would have been even like this movie is like pretty watchable comparatively to, like, some of Zack Snyder's other films. Yeah, I mean, we spent most of Batman v Superman, not to continue harping on this, but I, yeah. I, I think the whole point of my question here is because of... We just watched Batman v Superman very recently, and it was mind-boggling that that movie made it out the door. Yeah, because the how much of the problems. How much of the yeah. time do we spend watching that movie just over and over again asking what the fuck is going on? Right. Three days. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much three days to watch it. One pretty entire much, movie honestly, length, and then but more. and this movie is watchable. It's yes. really stupid. It's, it's not trying great. way, it's not a way great too movie. hard. No, but it it works as a movie. Like it's got a beginning, middle, and end. Well, the thing least. is that it at least feels like a studio movie. It at least feels like a movie that sure. like kind of the the bigger hands were able to kind of shuffle the pieces. It's like mm -hmm. passable. It would pass the movie test. Like you yeah, watch Batman vs Superman, and you're like, well, that's not a movie. What did you take like? Uh, would you take like a whole season of TV and like condense it down to two and a half hours? What's where's all the stuff for the reasonings mm -hmm. of why they're doing stuff? Where's the where's the what's why? going on? Yeah, I mean this is not... yeah, and I and to answer your question, I think it's I think it is entirely the result of how bad BVS, how bad the reactions were. Zack Snyder trying to change things up, the studio trying to lighten things up, the casting, and yes, Joss Whedon coming in 
And that's why he got a rewrite credit because he went into that screenplay and he was like, no, 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 like yeah. this, like this, like this. You need this here. That's going to have to lead to this. So you need to get rid of that. Do this. It's exactly what he did. He went in and he just touched it up and then brought it down to two hours because the studios were like, we want a two hour runtime. Oh, thank goodness it was only two hours. Yeah, when we were, there was a point in the movie where it, uh, you can tell they're kind of gearing up for the last bot battle. I was like, uh, uh, ooh, finally. this is Thank you. Good. The middle chunk fucking slogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I think that the pacing of the movie is a lot better. Uh, I am curious if it was just a strict Zack Snyder joint. Like, I, I feel like this 15 to 20%, which is again is like, an arbitrary number, as all things are concerned. Yeah, it's an easy you know. to accept number. Yes, if it I was to give this movie a rating out of a hundred, it would probably be around fifteen to twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I liked fifteen to twenty percent of the movie. I wonder why. I wonder why. But I imagine this fifteen to twenty percent that is sprinkled in the movie, I think, is the connective tissue, which mm-hmm. ends up being super important because the opening, like the kind of the first like big action point of the movie, and where it eventually leads you is. St- is a journey of dumb that at least makes sense, mm-hmm. and I'll give it. And I'll give it that. Yeah, it's like, uh, what if the Avengers? None of them were charming, and you had absolutely no idea what any of their moral code or what any of their passions are. Almost as if you hadn't seen any origin stories for any of them, and you have no reason to like go. Why are you doing all of this? And then they have them all uh, fight the bad guys from Guardians of the Galaxy. But her emails. But her emails. But her emails. (laughs) I also want to say, I'm just going to pack as much pizza DiGiorno to the one side of my mouth. It's crazy because you've already eaten one DiGiorno. Mm -hmm. And now you're eating just a cold one. All right. Just straight up. It's it's disgusting. Straight home from work. Yeah. (laughs) Did not eat anything. Went straight to the movies with your boys to get this done. Mm -hmm. I'm running on a bag of popcorn right now. Yes. Most of, I think, probably, probably I'm being a little bit unfair to this movie because I was hangry the whole time. You had some hanger in the car as well. And I need to let that hanger out. Yeah. I'm in a much better mood now. There's characters eating out. pizza in the movie too, so it's thematic and works. Yeah, it all makes sense. Oh yeah. He's got to right. get his calories yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. You would be but, the flash if any of us at the table. Okay. Um, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank, thank you, Alfred. Thank, thank you very much, okay. very thank much you. Alfred. Thank you. Um, giving him that compliment. I appreciate you. I appreciate you complimenting you guys, my friend. I, as a friend. It wasn't I took it as not a compliment. Mm. I just well, I had to process it for a second. It's okay. It's, you're, you're angry. You're not polite. Yeah. Totally Good um, radio. <laughs> uh, so, but can I tell you how frustrating it was to watch this movie and not be able to like make our goofs during it oh, because that would have made watching yes. this movie so much more so enjoyable. That's the same thing that to... happened with Fast and Furious when yeah. we and finally and were Fury, like, oh, we can't like goof Fast 8 is, listen, Fast laugh. 8's a good movie. That's a fun movie. And we still wanted to yell and make jokes because like the goofing with each other is the fun. But there's a scene, I mean, this is not really a spoiler, there's another scene that is reminiscent of Batman vs. Superman and I nearly screamed out loud in the movie theaters, but her emails! <laughs> and, uh... But it didn't happen. I'm upset that I didn't get to make that joke. Yeah, there's a few jokes... With you know, I'm I was sitting next to Verge, but I still like you can't yell the things, and mm-hmm. you don't want to distract you know. Yeah, you want to be respectful. You gotta be respectful. For some reason, the theater that we went to too, it's opening night for Justice League, and they packed it into the smallest, smallest theater that they have. I I possible. felt I felt so bad for you know. Luckily, my girlfriend was on one side of me, so I could kind of be in her shit a little bit. Um, but I felt bad for yeah. her because I was trying just not to just. I'm just a, I'm kind of a big guy. I'm like a wider. Oh, I like being close to you. It's okay. Like don't don't ever too. feel uh, worried about 
the space between us. I always want it to be smaller. Yeah, and I appreciate that, and and I love our friendship, and I love our love. But thank you so much for that compliment. Absolutely. You see how friendship works, Jack? Are I'm you, trying to. I'm taking notes. You're lear, you're gonna learn. <laughs> yeah, I got the back of the Dijon box. I'm well, sure it's much like the cyborg, you know, half Humans robot, half human. like love, huh? Hmm. You know, I'm not really good with the whole interacting with people thing. I mean, like, brunch, what is that even? What is even brunch? Hopefully this joke comes back. Holy shit, that joke was uh, bad. There's a bunch of bad jokes. I think we are... I, I want to break into the movie. Um, so kind of just as a quick round well, table. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? Maybe do we, we want to, like, broadly talk about the new characters. And I know you touched on it really quick. Yeah. Yeah, but I think sure. if we're gonna give like a spoiler-free impression of this movie, it's good to talk about the new. Shit. It's maybe yeah. good to talk about because I, I do think Jason Momoa and um, what's that actress? Ezra name? Miller. Ezra Miller, they were stronger. They were fairly good. They were yeah. pretty good additions. I um, agree. Um, I I liked. I agree with you, Mike. I liked Jason Momoa better than I thought I was going to. Way better. I thought he was going to be the laughing stock. I thought he was going to be movie. completely embarrassing. Yeah. Ezra Miller, a bit. I think, did a, a fine job with what was given to him. Again, I think he was trying way too hard. He clearly is, is supposed to be the comic relief, and it's just like, we're going to really hammer that it's fucking so, It's fucking But he does it's do it's a good really job with what he's He doing. is like the, the actor of this group. Like... Mm-hmm. Really? Ezra Miller is the one that like he's like even in tiny movies like Perks of Being a Wallflower and We Need to Talk About Kevin. This guy's got range. He's got chops. Like mm-hmm. even yeah. more like Ben Affleck's Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill. Gal Gadot is great, but like we said in our Wonder Woman podcast too, like she's just getting started. Like yeah. she she yeah. hasn't hit that yet. Ezra Miller like he was just being talked about nonstop when he got cast as the Flash, and it was like a complete. Uh, course change like yeah. it was just like he all of a sudden went to like this big studio thing he's not normally like the comic relief you know which is kind of what we always kind of knew the flash was going to be especially right. when they picked doing barry allen instead um there's two different flashes right there's tons of them but like okay. Wa- barry allen is the most like traditional nowadays used version of the flash right. the original is like wally west gotcha um which and then the other guy dad? uh what maybe it was his dad wally west no, Barry Allen's dad is um, the whole thing where like uh, Billy we'll get Billy Crudup we'll plays. Get, we'll yeah, get into yeah. This after. Uh, but the other guy too, uh, Ray Fisher, who plays um, Victor Stone, Cyborg. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was the comic relief of this movie for me. Very, and uh, very. I did not say that many jokes because I'm very happy that, and this is not a spoiler. I'm very happy that they chose to uh, have him uh, wearing clothes for a good duration of the movie. And I wonder if that was part those, of reshots, where they were like, mm. Joss Whedon took one look at like the final designs. He's like, like yeah, so that's the mock-up, right? What's it actually going to look like? And they're like, no, that's what it looks like. And he's like, oh, oh we're going to put no. some clothes on him yeah. because no. Because this looks god-awfully bad. It, it looks is... god-awfully bad, and I feel so bad well... doing that because a lot of people spend a lot of time on that. There's a lot moving around. But it's like, I guys, you guys has, made it. It doesn't look like a real thing. That's that's the thing about this entire movie. So much of this movie is so abrasively CGI. The CGI is piss yeah. poor. It's awful and it's I, so and pervasive. I, I think what sucks is that it's a lot better than BVS and it's still like... <laughs> baby steps. Baby, baby steps. steps. That's why, again, I'm yeah. choosing to be nice to it because I'm like, okay, it needs encouragement. So I... You know, I'm not going to lie to it and say, you're a very great movie. Look at you. Yeah. Very great movie. I'm going to go, look, 
you're going in the right direction. I appreciate that you're trying a little bit harder because it didn't seem like you were trying at all you in BBS DOJ. You think it might be better DOJ. just to start over on the baby? Like maybe just... To support that baby? No, right? no. Mainly, <laughs> mainly I mean, it. that's kind of what they're doing. We've talked about how yeah. they're they're going to start doing like alternate realities and stuff so they can have a different Batman. They so can have a different Batman, Batman movie and no, it's no. not going to be Ben Affleck. No. Like, no. It's like, and the one reason sure. I don't He's want them to start over on this one is because I genuinely love... Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, oh. and I really want to see Henry Cavill be the Superman that we want him to be. Because he's, you know, I think a lot of these actors are very talented. They're just not given much to work with, and like except um, for Ben Affleck, yeah, yeah, except for Ben Affleck. I think um, uh, just to get my opinion on uh, Cyborg out a little bit, you know, his redesign reminds me of the problems I had with the Power Ranger suits yeah. and the Transformers bot bods. Is that it's just like? Why are you guys making the suit look like all fucking insanity the whole time? It doesn't have to be it just, that. It does just make it like a solid thing, and it can still interchange and do wild I mean, shit. You like, guys could put him in a suit and touch it Robo up with Cop. CGI. Robocop exists. It's yeah. fine. I can tell that it's real. I can tell it, it exists. It. I don't care what space. it looks yeah. like. As long as it's real. And the thing is, like, his performance... Like, they he's not to, bad. They don't. He's, he's not bad, but they, he they actually is. Nothing. They give him nothing, nothing. to do. Oh, yeah. no. And he... I can't put my thumb down on whether or not I think his performance is good because everything they have him doing, like he acts as, uh, like he's a MacGuffin for pretty much the entire he's movie. Weird... He's just a thing that's yeah. an extension to get to a thing. He's like a machine or a tool. Yeah. And like by the time, by the end when he's like able like to kind of do some stuff and, and like be a part of the story, it's just kind of too little too late and he still looks like a fucking idiot. Like it just like, it just, it looks, just looks like, and like stupid. Yeah. Everything on him is Dumb. Yeah, it's like who's that guy with the glowing chest wearing the sweatpants? All right, bye. That's is that Iron Man? Is no. that Iron Man? No, that's Batman. Batman's no, Batman. Tony Stark. Well, I mean, Batman is. The Could Tony you do Stark it again? Movie. Do it again, Ben. But like, uh, try to be like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Go. Drunk? You mean? That's perfect. Do that perfect. again. <laughs> I'll be drunk now. Yeah. Um. Do you guys have anything else? Kind of want to. I do. I... The, the thing I like about Bat, I'm, I really seriously am grasping at straws to find nice things to say about this movie, but I'm trying. I think specifics um, might be able to talk about some nice stuff. I, That's all I'm waiting. I do like how in the Justice League team dynamic, one of the few actual like dynamics they are able to convey with mm-hmm. this is that these are like gods effectively and Batman's a fucking dude. Like beyond just saying it, like beyond the bit that they put in the trailer where yeah. it's like, oh what's your superpower? And I think that's I'm a rich. that's like, like a little bit in the the first, in Batman vs. Superman too, but in this one they they like they Batman spends most of his time more. fighting the kind of underling things, but also still kind of getting his ass kicked or, while people are yeah. flying around doing like or getting something shit. really big he can ride around in to do some heavy yes. lifting for him. Well, like which is very fucking Batman dude. as well. Yeah. yeah, and it's like in this movie they pause it at, at different points, like that he understands this that he's like I'm just a man with all of these gods and everything like that, and yeah. I think that towards. Throughout the movie, we, the audience, maybe not so much him as a character, we realize that his his superpower is not being rich. His superpower is he knows what needs to be done. And when everybody else doesn't want to maybe do something because they're afraid, like, maybe that's not the right way to go or we're wasting time, he, he understands that we need to take risks and we need to just go for it yeah. because the planet Earth is his more than pretty much anybody else's because he's one that's still a man. And they, and they talk about that in, like, his plot. It is like yeah. his, his subplot and everything. They, there's a good scene with Gal Gadot that they uh, explore maybe that, that side of humanity you see. And right. we'll get into that a little mm-hmm. bit more soon. Um, is there any other general impressions that you want to get? 
you want to tell the audience that maybe have not seen the movie yet and listen to this to kind of get some do I want to see it do I want do I want to wait don't see this movie it's not good just period don't see it I don't don't spend any money on it I mean if you have a movie pass and you're really curious whatever but like don't pay $15 to see this it's not good mm. it's so not good it's like I'm sitting here really trying hard for you boys to like say something positive about this movie and eke out some just not like I I made a point to come to this microphone and not shit on this movie for yeah. two hours but don't it's not good come on it's bad it's a bad movie it's a bad movie I'm not, and I'm not gonna argue movie. that I'm yeah. gonna say though that if you know if you uh it if you were generally entertained by BVS for some reason, which is fine, but takes all kinds, uh, then you'll probably like this movie a lot more. Regardless of your feelings on Batman vs Superman, I think that you'll like this movie a lot more, unless you have like some kind of weird agenda where you don't want DC movies to be like Marvel movies, which that's not really what they're doing here. They're just trying to find their own footing, but unfortunately, like we said in um, BVS DOJ... It's it's disingenuous. It is it's because it's it feels yeah. even if they were trying to do the most original stuff yeah. to make it better, it's always gonna feel like they're copying Marvel because Marvel got there first, and there's only so many ways that you can hey, do this. At least it's the actual thing instead of the commercial for the thing, which is what uh, BBS DOJ and I, was. Yeah, and it feels better. It, it feels, feels it feels slightly, slightly more, more genuine. Yeah. But I mean, like I equate this to. People really like that show, The Big Bang Theory. I think that show is so bad, it's offensive. Yeah. But people still like it, so I don't know. Fuck me, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, I think to speak to that point, and this is kind of my own, is, yeah, like, when it comes to recommending the movie for whom, it's like, listen, if you have been on the Zack Snyder ride since the beginning, and you're like, yeah, I like where Man of Steel went. Yeah, I really, I kind of like... What they brought up in BVS, and I'm excited for the trailer for the movie that's to come, and I really like Wonder Woman, which I think is most people, and I'm and I'm into these characters. I'm invested in this world, and and I like the kind of uh, the very super and very gritty world that the DC movies are. And like, listen, if you're into that, you're gonna like this movie a lot because I th- I think it's probably in the top two strongest DC movies right now. <laughs> Um, which is not saying well, it's not saying a ton, but it's saying it's not something. a lot to pick from. And, uh... and uh, listen, you know, different strokes to different folks. Don't you know you if you've been listening to the show and listening to the other episodes of Battering, you know where we stand with it. And if you don't align, we know where you stand with it, and that's totally cool. And again, always get in touch with us if you want to debate, talk, have a good conversation as wholesome friends because you're our friends. Um, but we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk spoilers for the movie and get into maybe some of the specifics of what we don't like and maybe what some of the shining stars are of what we do like. So we're going to do a quick ad and we'll be right back. Thanks again for listening. Hey guys, Mike Burge here. Just popping in real quick to let you know about some other really fun DC stuff that we've got going on on old storyscreenbeacon.com. Um, well, uh, really only one of the great things in, uh, the new DCEU is, uh, Gal Gadot's amazing performance as Wonder Woman. Uh, so we have, um, two mediums, two platforms that you can, uh, see what we at the Story Screen family think of Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins' amazing 2017 film. Uh, the first is an amazing article by our managing editor, Bernadette Gorman. Uh, you can find that in our articles, uh, 
on StoryScreenBeacon.com. And another is a great hot takes episode that uh, I was a guest on with um, uh, fellow man, Jack Kolodzeski. Uh We went and saw it opening night and uh, really, really enjoyed it. Talked about what worked, talked about what didn't work. And uh, it's a really fun listen. You should definitely check it out. Uh, right, Jack? Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get back to the episode. Hope you guys like the rest of it more than we liked Justice League. Hello and welcome back to Batter Ring, the Story Screens Batman podcast. Today, we are talking about Justice League. Uh, we just concluded the spoiler-free part of the conversation, so if, if you're listening to this and you don't want Justice League spoiled for you, get out of here while you still can. Or if you want it spoiled for you, stick around. Or if you saw the movie and you want some heated discussion about it, this, this seems like a good place. Let me ask you guys really quick. Well, give two it, things. Give it to me, Jackie uh, Boy. Because there was some like pre-spoiler um, part that I wanted to ask you guys. Because you've mentioned now twice that Zack Snyder's movies have a look to them, yes. right? What is that look if not gratingly bad CGI? Overused to an obscene level. Well, I mean, is in, that the look? Because that's a look, but no, it's not. It, a it's fucking more. Good look. It's more like you know, uh, darker tones, uh, kind of like messing around with lights. Uh, I mean, I think you know, aesthetically, we talked about it in the last one. Three hundred, like visually, it's like wow, that's pretty well, fucking cool. Okay, and, yeah. Three hundred had a lot of like glowing lights mm-hmm. and copper tones and deep reds and colors like that, but like none of that. Had, at least three hundred had like a consistent visual flair to it. I don't think this movie has well, a consistent like even when Superman is on on screen because spoilers boop, Superman's alive. <laughs> well, he's not. Uh, he comes back. Well, we'll get to that. But like, <laughs> becomes undead. His 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 suit is so brightly blue and red that it seems out of place with the rest. Of it. Well, just, I just don't think there's any sort of visual consistency at all. The cohesion between the Justice League members does leave a lot to be desired because i do feel like when you see the marvel heroes together um as a team it looks like they all kind of like mitch like match up and work and then um to use maybe like a, a weirder example is uh when you play there's a video game called super smash brothers and it's a uh, nintendo's fighting game and what nintendo what? does is you have you heard of it so what is nintendo nintendo is a video game company they've been around for many years they uh-huh. used to make uh, cards actually and then Eventually came to video games. The Nintendo Entertainment System was their first console. Sorry, what's a video game? Anyway, so what Smash Brothers as a game does is <clears throat> it's all of these different Nintendo characters from different games all coming together to fight each other. One of the kind of problems poised by this is that a lot of these characters come from different art styles. So you have someone from like... You have Mario, who looks like a cartoony, chubby man, fighting maybe someone like Link, who looks more like a human, much more like a human, and and is more like two scale and two size, and then even more kind of abstract and weird things together. But what Smash Brothers does is it makes like a almost singular art style, where everyone fits together aesthetically and works cohesively. I think uh, Marvel does that super well, where aesthetically... All their movies are just like, yes, this all totally works in the same universe. Even with big weirdos like Hulk, or even like your man on the streets, the Punisher. It all feels like it's in the same wheelhouse and everything in between. Um, Whereas with Justice League, some characters work with the grit, and then others kind of don't mesh with it well. 
Um, and yeah, I definitely think Superman maybe purpose of, purposefully looks very out of place. And maybe finally in this movie, because he's a little bit happier, it kind of makes sense. Because mm-hmm. he's a little bit goofier, so it's like, oh, I actually like that. Superman looks very aesthetically, like, out there. Um, and then, like, the Flash, too. And then, but then you have, like, the Wonder Woman costume feels very, like, gritty and more kind of down-to-earth. Batman costume, for sure. I mean, I think that's, like, they're all almost trying to fit into, like, the Batman aesthetic. Mm-hmm. in a way that's a good point robbie but find me someone who listens to a justice league podcast that has not heard of super smash brothers and i will buy your drinks for the rest of the year it's good to explain can things. i have that one too because <laughs> yeah. i'll find you one <laughs> we'll, no. we'll figure it out um what are we talking about justice league you were talking about we're talking about the how the grittiness, the gritty look of some of the characters in Justice League don't really jive well with others, such yeah. as Jason Momoa's Aquaman is kind of a mesh between one of the coolest looking guys you've ever seen and a guy you would never want to hang out with. And he acts like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I he's, like his character in this. I do. It's cool. Like, it's he's really like weird. he's surfer bro, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I wish we got... The thing is, I think this team-up movie could have been maybe more forgivable in a lot of ways if we like just... Got to see some of these origin movie stories. And Burgess is giving me a look because um, I, as a... On her emails. On her emails. I, as uh, a viewer of these movies, I've definitely critiqued... I've mentioned before that I have origin story fatigue. I don't love that we get so many origin stories, especially like in terms of Marvel, which I only bring up because you have to in this conversation. Because their their kind of locomotive is full steam ahead and, and it's been working well. What you're getting at is you don't even need to have the 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 by definition origin story. You could just give us an Aquaman movie or a Flash movie or whatever. They don't. It doesn't need to go just, into their yeah. origin. It could be like a Spider Man Homecoming, which very much just leaves the origin in the dust and kind of like starts. I mean, whether you've seen Civil War or not, right. would give you a bit more of an origin. But even that, like. It just kind of puts you in the Spider-Man story. So that's not the problem. The problem that you're getting at here is that you don't spend enough time with these characters to yeah. understand their motivations. Yeah. You said this before. Yeah, you, you <laughs> more, they're more, more, they're more yeah. interested in, in uh, introducing you to their personalities. And again, how they're going to work in, in like the, you know, the clock, the, all these cogs in the clock that yeah. is Justice League, this new team. And it's like... Uh, Aquaman's the guy who's like you know refusing the call to the journey, and he's like no. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne, Batman is this guy who's like we gotta get the crew together. We need to stop everybody. Uh, blah blah blah. This is what I can do. And you know Wonder Woman, we bump into her. She's still like you know fighting some small time crime and stuff like that. But she's also not revealed herself to the world in the way that you know Superman did. Acted like this kind of beacon of hope. Yeah. And or she's more under the radar. So right. And, you know, like in Victor Stone's dealing with his like outcast Frankenstein kind of thing. And that's the same thing with uh, Ezra, Ezra Miller's uh, Flash is kind of like an outcast. He doesn't really have any friends because like he doesn't really understand like, you know, human tropes. So he's like, they're too slow. It's like yeah. uh, they can't keep up with me or like I can't slow down enough for them. I don't know what brunch is. I don't get it. Yeah. That's a little bit what I felt like trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who genuinely really likes this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to sound mean, but like, is he slow? Is he? Is he slow? Is he slow? That was a reference. He's fast. He moves fast. Um, I feel like the the it's 
I'm trying to be positive about this movie. Let's let's, let's go. Okay, let me ask you this. Oh, here's the second question I was going to ask you guys after the Zack Snyder one. Uh, Dark Tower podcast. Sure. You guys saw that movie and then just ripped on the movie for an hour and a half. Was that movie worse than this movie? Yes. Yes. Really? That, 100%. Dude, The Dark Tower is astonishing how bad it is. It's, it's, it's horrendous. It's like, that's an offensively bad it movie. It feels like, like that's the whole thing. It's like, even in Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, it oh, feels BBS as DOJ. the... BBS DOJ. <laughs> to the layman, yes. As, as um, you might know. It, it feels as though, like, at least someone's got to be trying behind this, right? Like, someone has to be putting in some kind of an effort uh, to pull everything together, and it just doesn't, it just does not work out in the final cut. Yeah. In The Dark Tower, it's very hard to defend anything besides Idris Elba trying as hard as he can to deliver these lines that just he's given. Idris Elba everything existing. Else, that's just it, yeah. and he's yeah. just like. <laughs> And that's it. Like that's that's really all you can give. But everybody else in the movie, every decision that's made in the Dark Tower, it is a embarrassment of a film, and it's <clears throat> no. no. I don't know. I thought Matthew McConaughey was okay as that kid. He was really good. He as was a very kid. good. It's again it's the double it's casting. A tour de force. It's a yeah, tour de force of acting. But yeah. but I digress. I digress as well. Yes, but uh, this movie, it's it feels like a like a, someone you know who's trying really hard to be your friend after like you first met them and they're really fucking weird and like. Disingenuous, no, but they're really disingenuous. It's like, no, dude, I really the, want to be your friend. Yeah, it's like, like he comes in, he's like, dude, I brought a six pack and a pizza. I'm like, I didn't invite you over. He's like, but I got the things you like. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I do like pizza. I'll sit here. We for can this. all be friends because we all kind of want to fuck Wonder Woman. It's it's <laughs> which is an ongoing joke in this no. movie that is ridiculous. There is there is everybody gonna... gets their one moment where it's like, yeah, I'd like to. What? Every single character gets their one moment where they're like. Yeah, totally. And it fucking sucks. So and it is, sucks. is this when yeah. we're going to talk about the Zack Snyder male gaze on Gal Gadot this entire fucking movie? Like, yeah, there's some even weird ones. Your some... girlfriend Kirsten brought this up. Like, yeah. it's gross. There's He's some gross, controversial man. choices in where to place that camera and how long to show things. It's not things. controversial. Most scenes start like behind Wonder Woman's ass, and like the that is just a quarter of the yeah. frame, and then the rest of the movie is going on with the rest of it. Like, dude. It's a movie that, especially like, after Wonder Woman, which was like such well, a especially good movie. especially after just the current political climate, like that we're, too. We're in the heat of a lot of like you know male sexual harassers being exposed and seeing the male gaze. I mean, yeah. Do you do you watch the news? Have you watching the news? If you guys don't know what that is, look online and look for some interviews. With ben guys. Affleck, do you watch the news? Justice League interview. It'll make it, 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 it'll make you, you completely forget about the Hello Darkness, my old friend. Clip from oh BBS DOJ's release. So it's amazing. I'm gonna, we're gonna have to watch that after this. To I hate it clear. so fucking much. Hello if you notice, the only person friends. smiling in that uh, clip of the recent interview mm-hmm. is Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, but she's doing the like. I wish I didn't have to be here. Mm-hmm. Oh, and everybody smile. else is super uncomfortable. Everybody, all the men in the room are like, "Dude, shut the fuck." Henry up. Cavill's face is just like. He's because he, he's still got that mustache and he's sitting behind him and above, so he's kind of looking down and it's just it's sad dad, it's disappointed dad face. And he's just like, what <laughs> are you doing? doing? We're trying to sell just this movie, stop. dude. And Cy- um, what's the actor's name who plays Cyborg? I'm Ray sorry, Fisher. Okay. Yes, yeah. he he is starting to do a really good job of like <laughs> actually describing a team dynamic that like more 
female superheroes would lend to this team. Yeah, because they yeah. ask and them ben what kind of... steamrolls him. Oh, yeah. yeah. They ask them what kind of... They ask the team, like, what... what Do we just uh, want to set this whole thing up? What new... I mean, it's very basic. It's what... They ask them... They pose the question, uh, what new Justice League uh, characters would you like to see in the sequel if you ever also, teamed up? Uh, a woman reporter is, is interviewing, is in, them. interviewing them. Yeah. And they all give... She knows You know, like, Santana, and they all give these these female superheroes they'd love to see in the new Justice League movie. Yeah. And they ask, how, how would that dynamic... You know, how how do you think, like, having all those females introduced into this Justice League, how would that dynamic flow? And Ray Fisher begins, like, trying to, like, point out, like, exactly what he thinks would work. Like, make an actual with, Make an actual statement. And yeah. Ben Affleck just comes in out of left field with just, like, well, I mean, have you seen the news lately? Which, Ben, what does that even mean? Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't even know what that means. That He's doesn't just mean like, anything. He just, I hear women are hot right now on the newspaper. Does that, does that mean uh, that, like, you're saying that you would, you would only get female them? superheroes because, like, it's a clicking point, like clickbait? Or are you saying that... The Justice League members would start sexually harassing also, them, which they already do they already in this movie. Yes, like you said, every every male character has its day with Gal Gadot, and it's disgusting. Well, I, actually, I'm trying to think now. I don't think Superman does uh, because he's motherfucking Superman. Well, he he's also nice has guy. a significant other already. True. He's taking all these other guys are weird <clears throat> people, but I mean, like, it, <sighs> also Ben Affleck is chewing that gum so hard. Well, I, that's in the, the interview. interview. But I think going back to the movie. <laughs> That again, I think that lends to how why this movie feels like it was made in like two thousand five. Like it's yeah. making all those same mistakes mm-hmm. that movies have made a lot of strides to get away from. Yeah, yeah. And the movie just feels it feels very dated immediately, and like it is because of these problematic issues, and it is because of like just in the recent few months we've had a huge you know movement of just of in- backlash against these male harassers, which is great. And in, but in you general, have a, in superhero sorry. movies, like Thor Ragnarok just came out. There was yeah. a strong female character. In yeah, she's awesome. She, mm-hmm. she was a, also a queer character as well. There's been some talk about that as well. Yeah, it was like, it was, like it was shot like that, and then they deleted the one scene that confirmed it and but stuff. But at least, like, like, yeah, whatever like it baby yeah. steps, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. it, like, they should have fucking kept it in, but as far like, as you're those, not going to tell them what to do. Yes, yeah. exactly. As far as those baby steps go, I think maybe that Thor is not the best example. There have been more recent examples of... That sort of progress being made in these big budget movies, yeah. and Batman vs Superman just seems, or sorry, uh, not BBS DOJ, JL, um, JL seems like it just does God. not. It missed all. Like Zack Snyder has learned nothing from from three hundred on. Like he just that's a fair <laughs> point. Yes, that's a fair point with Zack Snyder's uh, filmography. But I do want to say too uh, the the fact that we have a Justice League, a team up of uh, I believe it is six people at the end of the day, with Superman included. Yes, we have one woman and one uh, person of color, or we got one black guy. Yes, and throughout the whole movie, the woman is constantly the butt of these jokes that you don't even need. And that Gal Gadot, it's fucking Wonder Woman. It's also, no cyborgs at the bend is at the end of a racially charged joke in the movie too. And that, that's, that's what I mean. It's, it's like I was very proud of them to have like you've got Victor Stone up there, cyborg. He's black. Everybody else is white, pretty much, and he's just owning this. And like everybody, no one's bringing it up. He's just a person. The color of his skin has nothing to do with anything and then they just introduce the dumbest joke the at the, joke at from, the graveyard from, when they're digging up Clark Kent's when they are digging that up too it's really funny because they're savage. when he's like we doesn't this kind of doesn't this kind of seem macabre like he points it out well, which I think is very much Joss Whedon yeah. and then like that 
thing comes out like we're like it, what's the setup like Israel Miller's Flash is trying to give him a a pound he wants yeah. to give him a fist bump a fist bump and Which Victor Stone's like nah been... that could have been fine and then Ezra Miller says he's like oh I guess it's uh like oh like too soon kind of a racially charged moment and it's just like why what? would you say that what are you talking sing. about like, what is that that's literally just like oh he could have he, he would have gotten the exact same feeling if he had just been like, oh, sorry, I'll bring some grape soda next time. It comes no, 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 out no. of fucking no, no. nowhere for him to say that. Other yeah. than to just point out, by the way, you're black. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, why are you It's almost like, it's like I'm insecure. Like, no one's brought it up yet. So I guess I'm just going to be the one to also, say it. Also, it's like, what? only black people pound? Right. It's a yeah. really, fucking really, weird, really man. weird moment. And yes, the grape soda thing would be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, would, that would be like. I'm whoa. saying like it, it hit that me the like first that. Thing we were when he about said that, me and me and Robbie were sitting next to each other, very close, very, which I liked. Very close. And when that happened, me and him both just like winged at each other, like, like looked straight whoa. at each what? other. What the fuck was that? Are they going to keep that going? And then luckily, luckily no, just, they just away. they faded away. A lot away. of the racially charged jokes ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh, good, you missed one. Sorry. Um, yeah, there's you know. The humor and that's and that's kind of my problem when in the uh, the embargo on the movie got lifted I think today or yesterday, um, so we didn't even get a lot of the reviews in until this this past twenty four hours. But some of the earlier buzz because they did lift the embargo on like kind of social media with the pre release screenings and people were allowed you to you could tweet about it you could tweet about it basically yeah. so but you couldn't really get with two hundred eighty characters now so you can basically write a whole review you could just do everything it's not good and things are not funny but love you were saying. You can, instead of 160 characters, like letters and symbols and spaces, uh-huh. you can now do 280. On? In a tweet. A tweet. One tweet. Yeah. Clutch. Gotcha. Yeah. It's very clutch. Um, yeah, and like a lot of the buzz around the movie was, it's more lighthearted, and like it has jokes, and some of the jokes really work, and I'm watching uh, the movie. Two of the jokes work. There's not a ton, like, there is humor in the movie, about 20, 15 to 20% of it really works. I think I there are two specific moments that I can think of that I thought were actually... We're supposed to laugh, be funny. Didn't laugh, but I thought they were actually kind of funny. Yeah. Which ones? So the first one is when Batman is bringing up the idea of uh, resurrecting Superman and mm-hmm. is really like kind of provoking Wonder Woman. Yeah. And the Flash says to him... If she kills you, we're going to cover for her. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. That was a good line. That was, that was yeah. a good joke. Joke. Um, and the second one was Aquaman starting his speech and saying, oh, yeah, well, if, if we die, that's fine because it'll be honorable. And he, like, transitions into the actually, like, kind of genuine. Because like, he's accidentally sat on because the he sat lasso on a, of Yeah, of that truth. was all right, yeah. too. That was alright. Yeah, too. that's a that's a that's a good joke too. I like that setup, even though like that's the one where Aquaman gets to say like, His yeah, I, 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 like totally well, fuck you, Wonder it, Woman. Nut. Yeah. Yes, but it was also you know played a little bit better that it was kind of she was the yeah. one. That, oh, and that's yeah. also too just like the natural charisma of Jason Moma as like this kind of brooding force character that's kind of just like. Also kind of a he's like the Fonz of the group. He's like, hey, yeah. let's all just chill out, also, bro. Also, his superpowers are weird because he kind of can fly in the air too, and as well as do water stuff. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, gravity doesn't work. No, it's like, I'm, like I'm, he's in. There's a point towards the end of the movie where they're fighting the paratroopers, which is a phrase that gets brought up almost as much as Mother Cube. 
And I Fucking hate it. We'll, we'll maybe go through what the what we think the movie's about. We gotta go find the Infinity Stick, uh, Mother Cube. The Tesseract, uh, Mother. Cubes. We gotta uh, go find the. Um, what's what's the name? What do they have in Transformers? It's the All Star. Oh, the yeah, Cosmic the Cube. Put the Cosmic <laughs> Cube into my chest. Put the Cube into my chest. But no, the the Jason Momoa moment works because it's the only. Even if he does put that misogynistic line in there, like it's the only two-dimensional like aspect to his character because the rest of the time he's just being kind of macho fish man yeah yeah absolutely actually, works for his character very bit, well it's a good line and yeah. i think that's to your point like lacking the origin stories or any other sort of like build just, up or earning of just these characters, expla- explanation of who you these don't get are. any personality from these characters other than quips and one-liners that they deliver yeah. like that is the substitution for personality for any of these characters and it just like it doesn't, just doesn't work doesn't work at all and like you know when we get to avengers it's like what we said before it's earned like we have we've had these singular movies of varying degrees of of being good or bad but they're none of them are really terrible all the even marvel even the the worst marvel movie is not a terrible movie Boring, Iron Man Two is not yeah. good, but no, it's not terrible. It's not first half is actually kind of fun. It just I kind like, of really falls apart. I really I like the NASCAR scene. Yeah, the NASCAR scene is fucking fun. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I was gonna say uh, in this in Justice League in JL, uh, <laughs> I loved really all the Superman scenes like a lot. I thought they handled a lot of that stuff, and I was going to say one oh, of the jokes that really landed good. with me is when the Flash starts, like, there's this moment where Superman has come back, and he's beating everybody down, and then they all attack him at once, and he grabs Wonder Woman, and he grabs uh, Cyborg, and he grabs Batman, and he's got them all, he's they're not going anywhere, and, How and did Aquaman he is like, he's got them all, like, he's just like, you're not going anywhere, you're not doing anything, and then the Flash tries to run around him in this flank super him. quick yeah. thing and flank yeah. him, and mm-hmm. as he's coming around the bend, he notices that Superman is at, is moving faster than everybody else and is slowly looking at him, and there's this slow down shot of Ezra Miller realizing, like, oh no, he's <laughs> also very fast, and he keeps getting closer and again, Henry Cavill sells Superman super pissed off, not super pissed off, confused, also. super confused, yeah. and like just mad and doesn't understand what's going on. And he's like, I can murder all of you just and easily. He's just well, easily. It's, it's like someone like woke him up before his alarm was supposed to go uh-huh. off and he's just like, holy shit, I could have gotten another hour of sleep before work, mm-hmm. and here all you motherfuckers are, tell me about your shit, I just can't just murder all of he you He right did now. find the time to get the pomade in his hair, though. People, Between being people not on dead this planet. Not dead, he did get the pomade And also it. he just destroyed his shirt by awakening. People yes. on this planet have a snooze button for the doomsday clock. Doomsday clock. Nice, good job. Like, Great job, guys. Wow, well, you know how clocks work, Batman. Um, I Probably also definitely a Joss Whedon line. Yeah, probably. I, I really... I also agree with Birch. I really like Superman in this movie, really which like is it. so weird because mm-hmm. he Henry Cavill. I you know I've wondered this a lot about Superman. I might even poise the question on this episode or on this podcast. Henry Cavill to me in Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman has some of the most wooden, yep. follow like fake emotion, like almost emotionless acting I've ever seen mm-hmm. for Too a character, alien. which is it's so, so alien. It's, it's so, so weird. Why? And then like you see. You see this character now, maybe given a little bit better direction, maybe just better lines, and like you know, he's the kind of Superman I've always wanted to see, where he's like kind of goofy, kind of positive. It almost would make sense where he's like, I'm so like omnipowerful that like I'm not really that fucking worried about. There's yeah. one point where yeah. like it's the end of the movie, and like the big thing of pulling all three goddamn it cubes apart mm-hmm. is happening, 
And Henry Cavill's just like, so is this going to fuck us up or like not? And Cyborg's like, yeah, I think we can take it. He's like, genuinely, I'm, he's yeah. just like, I'm down. I got this. School mm-hmm. me. I prefer to not die again. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to die. And it's like, it's like. It's got that great it's, moment it's where he laughs, where he's, he's, he's happy to be alive. He's found this new sense of life and, and this te- new and purpose in life. Really and he's, yeah, and he's yeah. like, I, he's, there's just like, him and Man of Steel is just in MOS and in BVS DOJ. He's very, very wooden. And I think yes. that, again, this is another thing. And it's the exact same thing as what we were talking about, where not only has like the actual image that you're seeing been brightened up, but the tone has been. And yeah. it's the same way with Superman. Yeah. Now it's more blue and red and yellow. You can feel it. It pops. It's colorful. But also the tone of his character, the mood. And it's probably the one that works the best in this shift because... You can say, well, he died and he came back. And so he's a little bit different, it, it, whether it's like something uh, diabolical yeah. or if it's something where he's like, fuck, like I died and I'm back. Like this is a second chance. And maybe if I just try to be a little bit more hopey just to see truthy, I can I can do it. And he's got ice breath. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a part of his old wheelhouse. Yeah. It's very cartoony. I'm yeah, like, it's very, that's so good. And they land it too. They're just like, so good. not a single person laughed. I was like, oh, fuck, people are going to laugh at that. People don't know that Superman yeah. got got the ice breath. They don't know about that. Who doesn't know that Superman? So, uh, dude, some people do not the know that he's got... The same people that listen to the Justice League podcast dude, some people, don't know some people, is. Savages. Some people don't know that Superman can rip off his uh, logo and throw it at people and it expands and becomes like this kind of... Uh, that's like net tarp that like can encase the them Superman. in it. That is in the second Superman. Okay. There's uh, a lot of talk about he was going to have his black silver logo suits. Can we talk really quick about how after Superman comes back to life and he meets up with Amy Adams and she's like, what was it like being dead? And he's about to explain to her what it's like to be dead and come back to life. And five seconds into that, she interrupts him mm-hmm. to make it about her. I noticed that. Dude! The lineup is a, it's a, it's an obvious Joss Whedon. And again, I think we haven't pointed this out. Most of the reshoots or the new footage that was shot was Superman stuff. Okay. Because they were going back and touching it up on it. That's Wait. why Henry Cavill's face looks fucking weird because he's got they, a mustache. They he, had a CGI. I, did they? Okay. They, 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 they did a really good job throughout it where I, I noticed it from See, time to time. The I worst was the beginning. Guys, what are you doing to his fucking face? It's just like, it's like, yo, I believe that the cyborg Princess Leia in Rogue One was real. You're going to tell me that his front face looks like that? You psychopath? It's like they took all of the shittiest parts, like the amount of shit that's put in cyborgs CGI body and they just compressed it down to three inches on Henry he's Cavill's giving upper him lip. It's basically giving him a flesh mustache instead of letting his hair one be there. Okay, so the weird. picture you sent me of Superman with the mustache on, that mm-hmm. was real? No, that's, I think that's, that's something somebody like, BBS yeah, it's like him in the courtroom scene and somebody just threw a mustache on him because it was announced that when he was coming back for the reshoots, he had a mustache and he couldn't shave it because he was contractually obligated to grow a mustache for another part that he's in and he was still filming that oh, so he was hilarious. like i have to come back you didn't know about that yeah dude it's, it was like it was very like they the literally a put a blue piece of tape over his mustache and he acted in those scenes like that and then they just painted it up she can't even blame amy adams for being also the worst they should have just had That's him had a mustache after he came back from the dead because that would have yeah. been awesome and dumb but mm-hmm. dumb yeah. and like a the only fun dumb Way. I I like the mustache. Yeah, he looks very ha- he looks very oh, handsome. We didn't mustache. even talk about really cool thing. I'm sorry, I don't want to derail. Were we talking about something? Else? Okay. Not really. I Wait, mean, I want to talk about Lois Lane. How terrible those scenes are. 
That's it. There you go. Okay. Lois yeah, Lane, really let me bad. explain to you what it's like. Aren't you? Don't you want to oh, know yeah, what it's he like? Says, he's dead. He says uh, itchy. And then she's like, itchy? And he goes, yeah, it felt really weird. It was weird stuff. But she's like, but, all, shut up. Can yeah, I talk about And he was about to say, but most of all, itchy. And then she like just stops him and she's just like, I was sad when you were gone. But don't you want to know what it's like to be dead? Like, they got all the time in the world to do that. The... She's trying to, she's like, look, you need to go save the world real quick. So, like, yeah, let's talk. How's it like to be dead? Okay, that's really nice. Look, I need to let you go real quick because you need to you can come back. Please don't die again. Well, she didn't interrupt him to say that. She would interrupt him and be like, I was sad. She's building up to it. You can come back. We'll cook flowers in the bathtub like you always yeah. like. <laughs> nice steamed daisies. I, I wanted to talk about an uh, awesome cameo in the flashback of the Amazonians and the Atlantans and the humans fighting that the scene was pretty cool. bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes! Um, he's the blue guy. He's the same thing! It's crazy! It's Luke Pace. Luke it's Pace. crazy! Um... We get some Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really I, cool. A little I speck, think, little, I, I think little touch, little touch. The ring has a little too much screen time because when the oh, ring, it has to. It, the ring escapes like a dead lantern soldier mm-hmm. and like is chilling in the Five background of like two or three scenes and being like, hey, the, if you guys didn't know that they're bathing I'm a ring, in it. They're bathing I, in it. I really like well, I really thought it was stupid the line where he was expl- <laughs> where Wonder Woman was explaining what happened with Steppenwolf and she's like, There are all these races that came together to fight Steppenwolf. There were the Amazonians and and the, the Atlanteans and that's it. Others <laughs> also. No, people from throughout the galaxy like came to help. There were gods. That was just funny that you They've got like, just, I think, like just said Samson is in there. There's a couple no, like Mike, god characters in the we DC know, movies. Too. We know, but it's funny it. how she just says the two that are in this movie. You guys remember? Um, like, uh huh. Uh, but there will be more in the next. In um, Gilligan's Island, they're like half the characters and the rest. It's like that. It's like there's these two. And the rest, they're there. Yes. It's, you, you got you also other like, ones. It's even weird. She's like, and the Green Lantern Corps. Is that a race or a group of uh, assimilated soldiers? But we don't have time to talk about races. that yeah. in this movie. Yeah. They also, when, when Superman comes back to life, this is a really big problem that I had. Me and Robbie actually kind of laughed out loud inappropriately at this. There's when Superman comes sense. back to life, they're like fucking around with him. And then like when he finally leaves with Lois Lane, they're just like, well, all right, we were able to do that. And Batman even makes a joke. And the whole time I'm thinking, where'd that, where'd that cube drop? Like that one, the, the last oh, yeah. piece of the cog that the bad guy needs to kill everybody on the planet? To destroy why the planet, why yeah. didn't somebody go we, pick that up? And we, then it's like across the street and they're just like, oh, I guess we totally oh, forgot. He's already got it. And they leave. And the it's way they so... react to it, they're just like, well, he got it. I mean, we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> you need a third act. Am I right? Like, all right. Well, 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 well like there's, there's just one shot. I laughed during this part too. It's like right before it. So yes. Batman ha- or uh, Superman has Batman by the face, and he's all confused and fucking pissed off. And he's like, "Do you bleed?" Harking cool. back to cool. yep. BVS DOJ. Cool. And no, then and then cool. he sees Lois yeah, cool. Lane, and he kind of just tosses drops Batman. Yeah. Batman oh yeah, because he's nothing. He's just like, "Get the fuck but out!" I just here. thought it was so funny the way he drops it, and you and you're just kind of waiting to hear like a. Like a yeah, bat, like a bat in the now. crowd, yeah. And it's just like, or like a like yeah. a like stock sound of like glass breaking, like just in like, what like, American Summer. Literally, just literally anything, and it's just like, no. And you see the corner bat face just exit frame, and his and shirt just, just comes off just, for no reason. He too. just explodes from dead body and becomes shirtless Batman and or Superman. The way that that 
the look on Batman's face when Superman comes back to life, like just the pure joy, like the That's ear a, to ear. That was Kirsten's favorite part of the movie. She's like, it looks like he creamed his jeans. So I'm like, a little bit. Get you a man that looks like Batman when he sees Superman came back to life. Because, like, that, if that's not pure love... If someone looked at me like that, oh boy. This movie, obviously, is is not going there. But, like, there are shades in this movie that's like, does, does Batman have, like, this weird kind of love for Superman? Because I Very know he, much. Has, he, has a, he has a regret for what happened between him and Superman. But, like, it seems like it goes further. And also, there's, it's like, a, a it's weird... A, it's an affinity. It's a friendship because Batman... Bruce Wayne doesn't have any friends. And right. Superman is the first... Not so much in this movie, but that's what they're trying to lean towards is that camaraderie between Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, Batman and Superman. And they're going for that. It's not really earned again. I just again. think it goes kind of... Disingenuous. It, 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 it just yeah. reads a little different. Even, the even in The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller comic book, like you see Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne like have a rapport and kind yeah. of like a... Well, they we disagree like, on stuff, but we're buds. Like they have a history buds, together. Yeah, yeah like we fought... We like, or we're kind of like ex-military in a way. Or like we're ex-Vietnam, like... like we have been through shit together, and now we're in seemingly peace times. Mm-hmm. There's also some strange subtext where Batman talks about like dying and death a lot. Like Batman Which is, is cool. borderline like suicidal kind of. He's a little movie. suicidal. He's also the the scene I wanted to bring up, which is another scene. I, so just to, just to kind of talk about the positives that I have personally with the movie, I really love the cold open of the movie with Superman and the very rem- reminiscent of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming intro. Mm-hmm. Um, extra, extra, Superman's dead. You Superman's, guys know that Superman's dead? Let me tell you about the... I, just, I, I love the sweetness Superman's dead. At, in that cell phone I like it where they ask him, where he's just trying to be friendly and he's talking to kids and that's a great way to reintroduce us to this new version of Superman that we're trying to get and then they ask him, what's your favorite part about Earth? And he hesitates and looks to the side and then he thinks and he smiles and then it just cuts to black and it's like... Lois Lane? Well, I mean, that's what they're going for. Because that's why that's going to be the big guns later. Right. But yeah. at the same time, too, the the pause and the thought takes a while. And you see he's thinking about all of the things about Earth. And it almost looks like he's listening to Earth. Yeah. I think there's also a moment where the kids are like, they, they want to, they're asking for an explanation about something. I think it's his S. He's about to say, from my planet, but he doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. He said, no, he no, he says, more about him being human, kind right, of. Right, no, no, it's, uh, he says, he almost says, my father, a man that I knew. Yes. Because he's the alien right now, he can't say, like, my, my, my dad, John Kent, yeah. from Kansas, and everyone would be like, you're Clark Kent. Which, everybody has to know he's Clark Kent, and why is he dressed up like Clark Kent? You're telling me like Superman and Clark Kent came back from the dead? Yeah. yeah, it's just like, so you want your job back at the Daily? Holy shit, how'd you come back from yeah, the dead? Yeah, no, like, it's okay. You can have a world where everybody knows that Clark Kent is Superman. It's it, You're going to have to break through some weird shit, and it's very important to have that separation. But you can get through it. Well, it makes really more sense than also. just like, wait, we just you're look- both back? You and just, you wear glasses. And people aren't cool with it. He can just move back to his weird ice house and do that. He's always they, saving Lois Lane. Clark, aren't you dating Lois Lane? How do you feel about that? Don't you, you, oh my God, you're Superman. Look at you. What if they <laughs> shot some Clark Kent scenes where he had the glasses back on, but also the mustache. mustache. Why not just give him a beard and like cover it all up? And be like, when he came back to know. life, like the sun like charged him and he was like, and now I got a beard. I'm also, uh, I'm also best friends with fucking Aquaman. Uh, we're also, bros also yeah, while they were taking out the hair on his upper lip, they might have wanted to pay a little bit of attention to the little collar area like right the, here like where the there's some hair. scruff coming up. You don't like that? I like the scruff on his bare chest walking around because that's what a man looks like. When he's wearing that Superman suit, 
No hair? Keep that in. Keep that in. Tuck it in a little bit. Tuck it in a little bit. Don't, it's like just kind of popping out. Don't body hair shame Superman. I'm not trying to shame him. <laughs> I'm telling him to keep that shit in the bedroom. Bitch. His body hair? Mm-hmm. You're saying... That sounds you're like body hair too, shame. Too... Ha- hashtag not my Superman. My Superman don't got no chest hair. Uh, he, he he shaves uh, it off with his laser vision in uh, a mirror. He need the laser perfect body Superman. Huh? That's what I want. It's uh, it's your problem with the, you know, the uh, expectations for the male body that we could just never get. That's I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd so fuck hard him. for us. Unrealistic. Which when Superman has his shirt off, I mean, I get he's all muscly and stuff, but like he just looks. The shape is weird. Something about the shape of <laughs> of Henry Cavill's I, I body. Don't body him. shame him. I, I was thinking he, about I mean, he's he like a very, very hard he's a very lean Superman. He really did, yeah. He's a very lean Superman, but I kind of like that because like mm. Batman has to be bulky because again he has no power so it's like his strength is just like this shit is real but with Superman it's just like I'm my son power like I'm a nice lean body but I can totally lift a car Mm. if I had a beer gut still lift car still totally fine Bruce Wayne very much is hiding a beer gut under that super suit like (laughs) oh the other scene I want to bring up he's wearing a corset yeah the other scene that I like is um, it's kind of what you were talking about how it's alluding to Batman's potentially suicidal tendencies or just like his kind of understanding like i'm hanging out with all these super people and i'm the one who's kind of like closest to death because he's like lifted up his shirt and he sees like all his bruises mm-hmm. and stuff kind of classic um batman scene They're dealing with the frailty of batman and, yes. and he's getting thrown into this world that maybe you know he knows he's doing the right thing and it's a lot like dark knight rises where it's like he kind of wants to so. die it's not so much wants to die it's just like it's gonna happen eventually so i'm not gonna i'm not waste my it. time worrying about it yes i agree and well, those um, bruises came from when superman dropped him what yeah. you were talking about before. Like, Bro, when yeah. Superman threw him into yeah, that car. Just, yeah. Jeez. And like, you know, they talk about it, it's like, well, he's been doing this for 20 years and it's like, wouldn't it have been, and I was thinking about this a lot during the, oh, and a part of that scene is Gal Gadot popping his shoulder back in and them not kissing and I was like, yes. Thank you. Whew. Ooh, boy. That's the boy with that it's one. really good. And they have a nice kind of like teammate moment and that's yeah. like kind of like, coworkers. it's, it's co-workers, yes. it's central, it's nice, it's, it's, Good, because when she walked in that door frame, oh my god, like, oh no. we're having Talia Al Ghul flashbacks. Yeah. Just oh, like they're just no. gonna bang, I guess. No I don't know. Reason. I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I really like that scene. But I was also thinking about how I, I was doing an Affleck Batman movie where he's solving crime on the streets and taking down crime lords mm-hmm. and doing like your normal Batman stuff. Because then it would have earned his is, being like, I have this giant robot that can do stuff. I have this crazy car that can do stuff. This is the I'm perfect time on. to talk about the really bad start this movie gets off to. That first scene. Where he's after, the after the cell phone. Uh, where there's a guy robbing a place. Batman shows up just to make a, him afraid. He has a blanket so of that stolen one goods? of the paratroopers. He's yeah, he's a, like stolen the silver. <laughs> he's got like he's he's stolen like the yeah. all the silver from the house and he, he Batman like hangs him off the side of a building and then that makes like a paratrooper show up because he likes fear be, and even though that doesn't make any fucking sense for the rest of the movie because Flash is talking about how he's afraid of everything and they never come after him when he's they're fast. right there. Um, and then the paratrooper fast. shows up and it Batman grabs onto it and he, they fly all over the place and he gets a clue about like a sound or something and then they end up after flying around for about 30 straight seconds they end up landing on the exact same building that they flew from where the criminal is still there and then the thing like blows up and he talks to Alfred while the criminals are standing there and all of a sudden the criminal is Batman's like Robin and he's like what was that all about? You think you're coming because Superman's dead? And then Batman just leaves. That guy still robbed a place. He just leaves him with the silver. 
I yeah. guess he's got bigger fish to fry, but at the same time, you're there, like like Batman. Well, it's weird. Real quick. It's weird. He just oh, lets no, no, him no. go. No. It's weird that hey, Batman's like Batman murdered that guy. Oh, I see. With her he like just... looped back around. Yeah, he, super... he killed that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's super weird that like... I didn't save him. I didn't save. Him. I didn't save. I didn't save. I didn't save. I didn't save. It's just super weird that Batman was like, "I'm gonna isolate this criminal that I found. Use. I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone." I'm going to make him drop all the wares. I don't know if they'll get back to the house that he stole them from. But I don't give shit. I don't need to save them. <laughs> I don't rich. need to save all these plates. <laughs> and I'm going to throw them off the side of the building. <laughs> and it's like, and he's like, oh man, are you trying to teach me a lesson? He's like, no, you're bait. I have very selfish needs. It's like, they, they okay. like fear. I know that. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just weird getting a Batman. That? How do you know that? It's just like, ba- they're like, oh yeah, Batman totally cares about Gotham City. I'm like, are you sure? Because he doesn't... What were these things called, by the way, too? I Paratroopers. Have no. They have a name, and it's like Nightmare Demons or something. They call them something Did, like that. I where like they become Paratroopers. They become the Nightmare time. Demons. When she's explaining how he recruits his warriors, they're essentially like zombies. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she calls them like Nightmare Demons or Nightmare People. And I'm wondering, is that Nightmare with a capital K? Also the same for Thor Ragnarok. Nightmare people? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because well, they... Sorry. Which, um, very convenient that they set up an enemy that they can willful, like, gleefully just kill. Like, they have stuff to yeah. kill in this... All of all them can just get away with murder, killing all these but that's things. the same thing in Avengers Batman too. does have a lot of things that kill things that he's... Uh, yeah, he has a Luckily, he has on them. Uh-huh. He's, just, he's just got a car loaded with... All these tools made to just take a large amount of people down. Yeah, like, made what are you to, using made to didn't have to save them. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, I like the idea of this paranoid Batman who's always been preparing for this contingency plan, but what I just brought Look up has Batman. never been shown in the movie. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like, like it just, yeah. There's why? also some uh, retconning that they try to do that did not fly with me, where they try to say that the cube activated after Superman left. Like, Steppenwolf was like, no, because oh, Superman's gone, so now the cube... But they made Cyborg, Cyborg already. Cyborg says, the cube activated when su- the day Superman died. And then a shorter video, and I gave him this. But Lex Luthor already had footage of, of the, the cube, cube activating turning and turning him into Cyborg in BVS DOJ. These movies are dumb. That's insane that they would like, whoa, whoa, whoa nobody double checked that? Are you going to try and tell me right they now that you're just going to try? Well, maybe Cyborg has shitty memory. Hmm? Could make sense. It could make sense. Doesn't, well, doesn't work though because we dead. don't oh, actually know. He has like have perfect sh- memory. That's like a trait of his character. Yeah. Oh, he can literally remember oh, what the ship. Oh, never mind. Says These also, movies are like, dumb. He's like R two D two, where he can like you know like kind of bang the robot ship and like oh look interact. Oh, with bang it. the robot. You're like you can fuck R two D two. He's a lot like that. <laughs> yeah, where no, it's just like R two D two does the fucking. Yeah. He bangs the ships. He bangs. The, I mean, he. Does, I wish that they had sexually harassed uh, Cyborg throughout it's the movie. It's weird that they instead. don't. It's honestly weird that they don't yeah. because it's a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what Superman's gonna do in JL two, F P O T J K. He tries to. He's like, you want to see what my what I look like without the red underwear over my blue underwear <laughs> he's just and he's like, like why, do you, why do you keep asking why do you keep asking me this <laughs> this isn't a funny bit I don't want to do it anymore yeah it's not actually good it's too close to home um in reality I know I mean have you seen the news lately <laughs> fucking I can't believe he said that that's insane it's crazy. it's crazy the movie's crazy and like I we were trying to be nice to it because I don't love doing podcasts where we dunk on movies and we're getting to the end of our like. I'm getting our, you guys warmed up though. We're finally getting to the real meat and potatoes of this. Yeah, thing. the meat and potatoes are spoiled. But uh, I, I, I think I've been fairly positive in the movie thus far. But I, I have kind of reached the end of like these. These I said the things I like about the movie. Mm-hmm. I really like 
the positive I have for the film is like I like the Superman stuff, which is which I the thing I really like about it is I'm just surprised because that's yeah. always been what never worked for me. That's like, the movies. kindness that I'm giving it. It really yeah. is like okay, much better than I thought. Yes, much better than I expected or anticipated. Anticipated is a better word. Like I anticipated like. Here we go. And I told you before we went in, I was like, you know, I really hope I like this. I said as like yeah. this as the as like the trailer stopped and the Warner Brothers just sign like, came up, I went, please be good. Just please there's no just go for it. Please just try. And they did try. They just they didn't try. get there completely, but it's step again, step in a step in wolf in the right direction. Even in the infinite what is, what is that the character? infinite cosmos of parallel universes, there's no there's no scenario where this is good yeah mm-hmm. it, there's scenarios um, where it's watchable mm-hmm. yeah kind of it was watchable almost, i think this is i honestly this, think this, i'll watch the movie again this universe no, no, down the road crazy down the road i this think is, i'll throw this on this is a good like this is a good saturday afternoon let's let's revisit this is like on the tv and i'm doing something i would leave it on because i also free i leave on attack of the all the prequel star wars movies if it's on the tv Mm -hmm. and i'm like doing something i'm like yeah fucking just attack of the clones all day hell yeah i can laugh at this movie you don't pay for cable anymore you don't have cable i've had cable before that's never gonna happen though again that won't happen in the future if i were to have cable in the future you're you're not gonna have cable in the future don't lie to all of the listeners that are listening to this in december of 2017 cable is this thing where yeah, you right. used to be able to <laughs> plug your TV into a cable box that would allow you to watch multiple channels. Kind of like streaming services only uh, It's like if the back. streaming services were playing all the time whether you watch them or not and mm-hmm. you could just kind of tune you're in. Yeah, you can pick which one that you want to watch that. but you can't pick what's actually on it. Now we live in a time where agency is king and you can choose when you want to watch and when you want to watch it. Because we are spoiled baby. No, we just decided that we... <laughs> There's better ways to get your fucking content. A little bit of column True. A, little Cable bit of very a. much is kind of like, whoa, man. I'm surprised that lasted as oh, long that, as it that did. That's kind really of like an really well, also weird. The people making Cable DVR showed like, up and they were like, wait, we could do, if you did it like, wait, hold on a wait, second. Cuts. We could watch shit when we want to well, watch Well, it's like Time Warner Superman and we're Batman. He's just grabbing his fucking face. Like the, the, the people that were getting bleed. blank VHS tapes and just like recording, setting their timer on it to record before DVR was even a thing. That was, that was ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. 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 Thank you. Ba, 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 ba. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Curve. Ba, ba, ba. So, um, in terms of like a Batman movie, because this is Battering Story Screen Presents Batman Podcast, uh, I like the idea of Batman being the guy who has to get the band back together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just such a weird Batman we have where it's like, I again, like the main, the one of the biggest problems with the movie is like, what is everyone's moral compass and how does everyone feel about things? There is none. There's nothing. So There's you just none. you just have someone who's like carbon-based Batman being like, well, my objective in this film is to make people fight I the mean, thing. There's a little bit of that there and I was trying to get at that before, but like it's so barely there. You have to grasp for it. Yeah. To like, okay, Batman has clear regrets for what happened in, in BVS DOJ. We all have regrets about BVS DOJ. <laughs> but Batman especially. And yeah. he is, seems like kind of depressive in this movie. Hello, but at the same... Darkness, he's trying friend. to like... Yeah, make reparations for what happened in that movie. And he seems... Like... 
depressed to a borderline suicidal kind of way about it, but he's like trying to make it right and he's trying to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sees that something's going on. Kind of like Tony they, Stark and Age of Ultron. Exactly. I mean, they, oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Wait, Fuck. Uh, I sorry. fucked up. Uh, Dude, come on. Uh, they, they, they start with the scene where Batman is, is hunting down the scout. That's the worst written way to possibly establish that Batman knows that this is happening and that this is going on, which they, they set this up. In BBS DOJ with the whole flashback scene. Yeah, they spent the whole the flash. Uh, they spent the whole trailer of a movie explaining what this movie is, and then they're still explaining to you because you guys if it's that if it's that complicated that you need three and a half hours to explain what the plot is of this movie. But you guys maybe remember you just do something else. You guys remember the fever dream Mad yeah, Max. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. BBS DOJ. Yes. And the where... reason Flash comes back in time is like you were right the whole time you have to do this you a different way somehow you I'm in this movie I'm gonna be in the next one I'll I'm see a, you later I'm a different actor yeah no that was Ezra Miller is that Ezra Miller? yeah I'm just, the same he's, he's got like a beard and stuff this. cause it's gonna be like when they do the Flash movie if if they do the Flash movie <gasps> they won't um, it's the Flash it's gonna be like Flashpoint stuff that's yeah. why Billy Crudup turning in another amazing performance as Barry Allen's Bother. Another, what was another recent good performance of his? A recent? No, just like in, in overall. I mean, if you guys I'm want to talk to about... To say that yeah, he's no, no. really good in Big Fish. You know, he's, he's great in Big Fish. Fish. I really enjoy him in Watchmen. I, I like him in a lot of special too. stuff with that character. But yeah. if you guys want to harp on uh, how much you love uh, absurdist films, whether they are comedy, psychological horror, or drama, I would say perhaps you are looking at an absurdist sci-fi film in the wrong light. Uh, no. That, okay. that movie's absurd in yeah. the it just completely. No, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to change your mind. It's good. That's fine. <laughs> that is true. That's You're fine. not going to win me over with but yeah, Covenant is an absurdist sci-fi movie. There's Billy no, Crudup. No. That's literally what it is. So I can't convince you of reality. Like Ridley Scott has come out and said that. Like we were going for something and we tried to do something. That's why it deals with these ideas of religion and creativity and man and God and where we come from, where we're going. That's absurdism like at its core that's what they're dealing absurdism with. is more about how the the way that we talk about those subjects has mm-hmm. broken down by human deficiency and that none of it actually matters which is why all of the characters in the alien covenant and in prometheus act like fucking idiots even when they're scientists no, i just don't know if dude, that is was this, what they, was this what they intended to do in prometheus no idea but they retconned as, it in as alien the, covenant. as the host of this podcast i'm kiboshing this your superpower is establishing artist intent for artists that do not have intent as good Birch as has many superpowers that but is that is he a does have an eye yeah. for hey, the positive hey, and that's hey, power to hey, have hey hey that flute blowing scene is fucking killer it's clutch. oh oh the it's i'll do the fingering and you blow yeah mm-hmm. really great it's supposed stuff. to be over sexualized because it's the two of the same thing the brother yeah no well, sure yeah that's okay it's like masturbation no it's okay yeah mm-hmm. okay i see what you're saying the whole sexual thing about the aliens in general it's like implanting it's a, it's a, it connects like a we're just picking it out of nothing. But Billy Crudup says, he says the whole thing is like, uh, we can't change. He says like, he reverses the whole, you can't change the past. You need to move on. He yeah. says, I'm holding you back from your future. You know, you need to go and you need to focus on making a better future for yourself. That's and we the know line. that the Flash has this kind of like time in the position. He's going to make, he's going to go like, make a better future for myself. Oh, I could make a better past. And I could go back and like the whole yeah. thing with Barry Allen's dad is um, reverse flash. Did Barry Allen actually kill his mom though? Or was that like... No, Barry Allen's dad is accused of killing his mom because reverse didn't... flash 
went back in time because he's the first one that figures out how to travel time using the um, speed Hang force. Hang on, sorry, wait. Reverse Flash? Reverse he Flash. He explained what Super Smash Brothers is. Mm-hmm. You have to explain to me what Reverse oh, uh, Flash very, is. Is, absolutely is that fine. the Yellow Flash? The Yellow Flash, yes. Okay. Uh, reverse what? Flash is okay. a guy who's just like has pretty much the same powers as the Flash, only he's a bad guy. And then it's a little hey. bit more nuanced than that. It's a little bit more specific depending I on which Reverse so. Flash you're talking about. I think he also goes by the name Dr. Zoom. I believe. Uh, but Flash he fucking hates the Flash, and he goes back in time and completely changes uh, the Fla- Barry Allen's uh, origin story, essentially. That's yeah. kind of cool. And goes yeah. back and murders uh, the Flash's mother right in front of young Barry Allen. And Barry Allen sees this. It happens very quickly, though. Barry Allen hasn't uh, gotten his Flash abilities yet, so he's just a little kid, and he sees this yellow blur around his mom and all of a sudden his mom is dead and the only person that was in the house was little boy Barry Allen and the husband so he gets accused from murder. and the husband gets accused from murder there's no way to prove it and Barry Allen's always like I'm nine years old no one believes me there was someone else in that room and they're like there's no one else there there's no one no one came in no one left there's no fingerprints anywhere mm-hmm. nothing so that's the whole thing of he wants to he becomes like a crime lab technician in Central City and he's attempting to figure out a way to be able to go into like the old DNA records of the crime scene from when his dad supposedly murdered his mom and yeah. try and break his dad out. That's I'm sure it. that he learns by manipulating time that you can never change the future. Yeah, it's a ripple effect. Ah, well, there you go. Um, so yeah, as a as a Batman movie. I like having Batman be because I think normally the Justice League what brings the Justice League together I think normally it's Superman that kind of does the team talking I'm not really sure what really brings the they kind of share it yeah they're a lot like like Captain America and Iron Man in the sense in the Marvel Cinematic you know, they they're kind of they kind of share it. yeah the Superman's like the leader in. but like Batman's the one who's like I can make the tough calls it also seems a little bit the other where you know Superman seems to be kind of like I'm not sure if he takes a leadership role. It doesn't seem like he would, but he's kind of like, I'm the gun you need. Yeah. And that's what they kind of, he's the MacGuffin of this They're film. both the yeah. dad of the Justice League. Superman is just like the really nice, helpful, friendly dad. And Batman's kind of like the like the mean spirit, like these are lessons you need to learn yeah. kind of dad. Good cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of round out this discussion of Justice League, and then uh, maybe we'll have like kind of a bigger... Not bigger, but we'll talk a little bit more about bat stuff, and maybe the future of our bat stuff will be. But uh, in terms of like this movie, we got a weird Frankenstein Justice League movie with two different directors. Um, what what do we know? What do you foresee? What do we think the future of this franchise is going to be like? We also know the singer. You get some Deathstroke, which doesn't land because mm-hmm. Alexa. I thought that was well, supposed to be Will Smith. No, that's Deadshot. That's Deadshot. What the, the fuck? Dude, like, they made them... They, they look similar in the comics. They do look similar. But the they were just like, oh, just put the same thing on him. And that's exactly what I was thinking, too. And the only thing that separates it is uh, the swords on the back. And you're just like, that's if you're aware of who Deathstroke is, you're like, uh. He has the swords. But yeah. it's like, they already did, like, a really great uh, Deathstroke in the Arrow series, which was yeah. Really, I hear that I don't was want to really. I heard, about that, I heard that yeah. that was actually a good, really, kind of arc really in it. cool. I mean, like, Wade Wilson is a cool character. He's a, cool character. He's a great He's character. character. They completely retcon him in that one, like where it, it comes from. He kind of sucks so. that we saw his face already in this. Yeah, that's the well, I thought it was Magic Mike dude, right? It's not Will Smith. the True Blood guy. 
I thought that was the guy from Walking Dead. It's no, I think it's like Joe Mangialiani or something. Joe, like it that. is Joe Mangialiani. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not too name. familiar with him as an actor. I, I know that much. he's in things. I don't think I've ever seen anything that he was in. I, it was surprising seeing him at the end of this movie because uh, he he is the the future. So in the current discussion where we are in 2017 right now with these movies, uh, the it's a muddled future for DC. I think this movie is going to kind of. The reception of this movie is going to push the chess pieces in whatever places they're going to end up in. We don't know a ton of what's happening. We used to know a lot, and then I think BVS kind of got weird, and then Ben Affleck got kind of fucking weird, and everything just got kind of weird, and then Suicide Squad also happened. So I would go so far as to say if Wonder Woman didn't happen, we'd already be in reboot talks. We'd be, right yeah, we'd be like, this is the end. I of- mean, we'll see at the end of this weekend. Yeah, I mean, this movie ends not necessarily begging for a sequel. It ends kind of... <laughs> it's got one of those endings where you could see 10 years from now, you'll look back and they'll be like, remember when they tried to do that whole thing? <laughs> you know, like, it ended like that and they were like, <laughs> nah. Work. Yeah. So it, the movie has one of those endings for sure. But um, what do you guys... I, I want to talk about what, what we think is going to happen, but also like what we hope as as DC, we like D, we like all nerd Just, shit. We like DC. I'm very stuff. excited about the new Wonder Woman movie. Obviously, Patty Jenkins is back, and I'm That's actually cool. now I'm very excited about the uh, Aquaman movie, Justin Lin Aquaman movie. Are they going to do a Flash movie? They are going to do a Flash. The movie. Flash movie is the one that's temporarily on hold right now. Aquaman See, is pretty much into. done filming, as oh, far really? as I'm aware. Hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman is like definitely that's going to happen. no one's going to stop that. And yeah. the Batman movie right now is currently in rewrites. Um, they got Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves uh, is foreseeing rewriting directing. it and directing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he's he came on to direct it, and then he was like, "I'm throwing Ben Affleck's script away. We got to start page one rewrite." That's what. And that's why Ben Affleck is also kind of butt hurt. Yeah, I mean, Ben Affleck has said like I've done because he's in Suicide Squad a little bit, so he's mm-hmm. like, "I've done three. So uh, Ben Affleck has put out. Is statement. he really? I didn't know that Batman. Was he has. He's in a really weird scene where he like arrests Will Smith's. Uh, dead shot like in front of his daughter and he's like take some time to he say goodbye him? to your daughter yeah he like finds him like when he's off the job he's not being dead shot he's like shopping with his daughter and like wearing like a nice suit and a hat and, and like they're walking down an alleyway just kind of like reminiscent of crime alley and then all of a sudden batman's behind him and it's like that's the bad guy to the bad guy and he's like i'm taking you with me he's like not in front of my daughter and he's like what are you fucking talking about you're, dead shot. you're an assassin you murdered people i'm taking you in say goodbye to your daughter and he's like, bye, daughter. And then that's, yeah. Emotional core. Yeah, and the Flash catches Captain I'm Boomerang. Letting, I'm not letting you guys bully me into watching Aquaman this Aquaman catches, yeah, Aquaman, Batman, and the Flash each get to catch uh, this is one of the Suicide, Suicide Squad? Squad members. Yeah, we see the flashbacks of how they got. And I'm fairly certain you Aquaman catches, I think it catches Suicide? Killer Croc. That would make sense, right? That would make sense. I think that's what it is. I know for a fact Flash catches Captain Boomerang. Batman yes. catches Deadshot. Batman catches Harley Quinn right. and the Joker. Uh, I think that's all we got. I think all the other ones are Batman. They're like, I fucking hate Batman. He's such a dick. He's such a dick. Yeah, true, I'm like committing true, crime and murdering people. True to like, form in uh, Batman lore. Mm-hmm. Um, also playing, I've been playing uh, Batman Arkham Knight a lot mm, recently. How is it? It's good. Um, there's a lot of tank stuff because they, they're like, the, the Batmobile should also be a tank all the time. And watching this movie, I'm like, oh, there's also a lot of tank stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Batman just loves tanks, and I don't love that. I like seeing him punch people. Why does he punch more people? 
Um, because he doesn't have any people to punch. He has weird robot flying ants. Yeah, rearing, getting towards the end of battering, there just has not been a good... Has not been amazing, any real amazing... Ba- except for, I really think the Batman fight scene in Batman Returns, those are some of the best ones. Or Catwoman? Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. They're fun. Like oh, we didn't even mention that. Music in this movie was done by your boy, Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. He didn't do all the music, though. He yes, just... you motherfucking did. Shit. Good. The music's yeah. fine. The music actually was very fun. I'm glad that they finally toned down the Wonder Woman intro music. Yeah, you gotta relax with that. Do you know what that theme song is called? It's not called Wonder Woman theme or anything like that. It's literally because they came up with it in Batman vs. BVS DOJ. Yes. Apologies. Uh, it's called uh, Is She With You? Oh, fuck. Because, like, what? that's the joke. Can you believe that? It's oh in the music credits. I saw that. I was like, wow, is that what they're calling the Wonder Woman theme? Is she with you? Excuse me, everyone. Excuse me. It's just no one sees a problem with Have you been watching the news lately? <laughs> How do we all feel about Commissioner Gordon, too? My goodness. Why'd they give James that? that fake ass hair? What? Come on, oh, boy. Hair, oh. the hair is really bad. Boy. Like, I've been watching a hair. lot of fake hair lately too because I've been watching Better Call Saul and there's like, uh, loads of fake hair right. in that show. And who boy, that is some whew, that is a mop that he's got on there. <laughs> and I'm actually they that's again too. I'm really excited about the new Batman movie because like, I want to see I want to see Commissioner Gordon and that Alfred and that Batman interact where that's, they get more that's screen the thing time. Where I'm just like, just give me a whole Batman movie so I can stop hating what you're giving me right now. So Cast Nightwing. Just... Cast Nightwing so I can start getting excited. Yeah, I'm down with Nightwing. And th- again, that's that's also in the, in the works a Nightwing movie. And like, it's like I'm. I just wish I knew what shape you guys are trying to take, but you've now gone on statement I mean, by being like, well, we're going to have one continuity and then several over spin-offs movies that we can we can make the Killing Joke movie if we want to, and it won't mess with the BVS continuity. And, and I'm like, it's, it's also super, up in the air right now. Like that's, they don't, that's we're the, recording they don't this know. the Thursday of the that movie's release. Justice League is coming out, yeah. the 16th of mm-hmm. November. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has never been more up in the air than the next week. Yeah, this is the, the kind of the mainly factor. the weekend, but the next weekend full, like how much they're gonna pull in opening weekend and their first week out, is really gonna define. We're getting a Wonder Woman, we're getting an Aquaman. This yeah. is gonna define: Are we getting that Batman? Are we getting that Flash? I, we cannot possibly be getting a cyborg movie. Right? They're gonna throw some shit out if we do. They really... They'll throw him in the Flash movie if they want, because they got like that weird racial well, tension. Gonna, yeah, they got so much race. I mean, they're gonna make like a. They weird, can work like, that out. I mean, well. the thing is, that they made a cyborg movie. It'd be kind of like a remember the Titans this because like he's a football hero, so I mm-hmm. think we'd focus on his origin, which is if fun. They... Football, football, uh, really great football player with a genius IQ. Yeah. What... <laughs> <laughs> there are people flying around in this movie, and that's one of the most unbelievable things I've heard. Not to be mean to football players, just like, come on, what are we doing here? Let's be real here. I guess his dad is a scientist. Yeah, it makes sense. Nah, fuck it. I, I retract that. He'd his good, dad's a scientist, so his dad's like, well, well, you can totally be good at football, just, so he, he, he didn't books. play football long enough to get permanent brain damage because he died. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh, so hey, you, you can go. be smart and play These football. These are the things that Zack Snyder is reaching to he's comment on. thinking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, can we talk about some of the things Zack Snyder is reaching to comment on? Mm. Because the first, so the, the first quarter of this movie is abysmal. I think it gets better over time, but the first yeah, it starts off. It's bleh. so so bad mm-hmm. in the beginning. I think the middle chunk is the slog. Because well, it, it writes itself a little bit where some in the middle is fun. 
And I enjoy the ending a little bit for all like the CGI nonsense that it is, but that's mainly because I like Superman. Once they start to yeah. interact with each other, it starts to get a little bit better. I think the first scene that shows any promise at all is like a little bit of the stuff between Batman and Aquaman and that yeah. first scene where they meet is kind of fun. Uh, that was the first like moment where I was like, okay, maybe there's going to be something here. Maybe something. Something. Was, was the Wonder Woman bank robbery scene before that? That scene so. rocks. Yeah, that I like that a lot. I, I like that, that a lot. Because like you got they introduced like, look, this is what Wonder Woman can do because it was a little flimsy in the last one. Maybe you don't understand. She moved very fast, and they're I like, oh, okay, yeah. They kind I, of I, I like that. It's like she is like Superman, but she kind of makes way more cutthroat decisions. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of saw her. Wonder Woman is one of like the only characters Powers. that could like beat Superman. Could being a very underlined word. Superman would take her down if he ever I feel had like the su- need Superman to. Superman can fight strong, but Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman can fight very smart. She's a warrior. Yeah, absolutely. And like that's why she can like go toe to toe, sword and shield against Mister Axman, mm-hmm. um, the character I don't care about. So Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Zack Snyder wants to make this movie topical in some ways, but has no way to actually write in any actual real commentary so he has um white religious extremist terrorists in a scene okay. i don't know what that's about or what that's talking about or where that's going but no, which scene the, wait what, what is the, the wonder woman the scene bank robbery scene uh, it's, not, they, it's, not a bank, it's not a bank clear hey, what they're hey doing. boys it's not a bank robbery scene they are doing a suicide bombing and they say uh, we're gonna get back to like the what is the exact line? He says the the uh, he makes it religious in the line before he suicide bombs like oh. several city blocks. I did not even like notice mm. that. Uh huh. Because he does that. Weird. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You I noticed that. it. Uh huh. I noticed her do all the cool stuff with the bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's know. Link. I don't know. From Super Smash Brothers, uh-huh. which is a game that was on Nintendo, which used to sell cards. So I don't know where he's going with that other than just being like, look, I'm subverting religious extremist terrorism because they're all white here, but they're suicide. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know where he's going with that. I don't. I almost don't want to touch that with a ten foot. He didn't seem like he wanted to touch that with a ten foot pole. But that, it's there. that scene also feels very heavily Joss Whedon, and it might be him. Dude, seriously, yeah. I don't know what's going. Then he um, has. Um, Batman saying to Aquaman, uh, or Aquaman says, oh, I don't mind. Or Batman says something about, oh yeah, well, we've got, uh, uh, climate change and blah, blah, blah. Hey, people are talking, have you read the news lately? People are talking about climate change. He does it in the movie. How about the oceans boiling, huh? Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with the rest of what's going on in this movie, but it's made in 2017, so I'm going to throw this in there. So there you go. I don't know. It's just, this, this again, scene, feels forced. It's it, trying it too fucking it. hard. Oh, Some of the scenes I really... Uh, disingenuous? Disingenuous. Yeah. Some mm. of the scenes right. I really hated... Well, what I hated was they go to they go to Mother Cube Site 1 with the Amazonians. Fuck, you hate these they things. Go to the, they go to the Amazonian kingdom. They have that one big fight that's like, for all times, he's like, hey, there's some cool zip zaps and there's some cool things. Uh, my girlfriend also brought yes, up the fact that um, the Amazonians can hold up this big falling stone door, but they can't lift the horse off the dying girl yeah. in the field. 
Was that someone nice. we're supposed to recognize? Notice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, good call, yo. Yeah. Um, are you not are you not gonna even try to get that horse off your homegirl? <laughs> she's, she's, like, like, she's, she's like, it's okay she's to like, die. She's I'm like, dying. No, just take the, just take it off. You just gotta lift the horse off of me very, because like we're super strong and stuff. Yeah. I'm dying very slowly. You could just get this horse off me. Now nah, I'll see you later. And the thing that really pissed me off is that in another ten minutes. The exact same scene happens, but With it's underwater. Amber Heard just like, hello, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in the Aquaman movie. It's good to see you. They just go to Atlantis, do the, the same thing. So I'm just watching. Where did he get that trident? It's Where did he get those clothes? He got it from Atlantis. He got it from Atlantis. Oh, is no, that what the, he did? The better question is, why is he oh, going... Oh, is that what he did? <laughs> why is he going back to Atlantis when he's the outcast and they welcome him back to Atlantis did and he that s- is just what oh, happens. Uh, he saves that guy in the boat because the whole like speedy down thing that the Guardians of the Galaxy bad guy comes down in, that, that hit fucks the boat. Him up, kind of. He brings the guy back because he just wants to get a drink and he's like, now I can pay for it. And the guy's like, Meh, and he sees he's got like some weird goo on him. He's like... Oh shit! I should go check on Atlantis because he pretends like he doesn't care, but he cares. He cares. My boy cares. He, yeah, cares. he cares about Atlantis. Yeah. And no. Like, no. The the thing that comes down is the uh, Thor. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Dark World. Like no. Oh, oh the, the, uh, frost, the, the frostbite. Frostburn. The well, no, it's like the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. You know, it's called the permafrost. Bifrost. Bifrost. It is. Very good, guys. We got it. Um, I also like in the in the ten seconds I did notice in the Atlantis scene, I was like. They're going for a Game of Thronesy thing because they're talking about like, well, the house of this has fallen apart. Funny and that you mentioned brothers that. and these things, and I was just like, I know you guys are going for because the minute you could just tell when people are talking kind of fake British accents, they're talking about how your family betrayed the other one. You're like, you're trying to do a Game of Thrones thing. Mm-hmm. You're trying to. Do the a cinematographer of this is a go-to Game of Thrones. Hell yeah! I there mean, you go. they hired Jason Momoa, he's and he's also in Game of Thrones. Of Thrones I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't give a fuck. He's in it. There you go. For only the first season. Spoiler! Oh my god, does he get... We're in the spoiler section. Does he get... You spoil Look, everything! Like, if you haven't started watching Game of Thrones yet, good for you. Keep on living. Yeah, like, that's it. You got it. It's okay. It's all, yeah. it's all... Do not... Like, it's an addiction. I'm never, I never recommend it to somebody. Yeah, like, okay. hey, crack, you know, like, it really sucks that, like, I have to do this all the time. Maybe you should try it and see if you yeah. like it. You just... You don't really need to start doing heroin. You don't have to start watching Game It's of just like, you wanna... You wanna stop, but, like, it's almost over, and you're kind of, like, liking it, but you can't... But please finish Breaking Bad if you haven't yet. You should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's Hard a fun show. show. It was worth good. watching. I was glad yeah. that was recommended Don't need to, to finish Orphan Black. I fell off that halfway through. Mm-hmm. She has clones. Um, that shows, the first season of that show was good. Yeah, whatever. Do we have anything mm-hmm. left to talk about this movie? Well, I, I, now we're just... We're getting deep. Uh, I think we were trying to talk about the future of the franchise, but we really don't know. Oh, right. I mean, that's what it is. Aquaman's coming. Wonder Woman's yeah. coming. Patty, uh, Justin Lin, Aquaman. Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Sorry. Maybe The Flash. Maybe Batman, Matt Reeves. Okay, so Batman gets recast for Matt Reeves. Who's it going to be? Oh, that guy I showed you the other day. He's great. Seems like the perfect Batman. That guy you about. showed me the Are other we going time. old or young or middle? I think younger. I think it's going to be a younger. I think that what we're seeing now is Batman kind of at the end. Like a flashback. It's like, mm. Uh-huh. So. Um, I'm not really sure. I liked when Ben Affleck got cast and I was like, I'm actually kind of cool with this. And then, but this is definitely an older Batman. Like I, this is Batman in, in, who has seen some shit. He's done some shit. So like, you're saying we're trying to predict a younger, younger, Batman, like thirties, forties, like twenties. Like we could do yeah, some year, Jesus. year one, like early. It's all right. It's just Marvel scooped up so many like these like young guys. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, is, are there I any no young men actors would... left in Hollywood? Andy Serkis. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> there we go. Well, I got it. That's you, it. Jackman. No, no, it's not Zack Snyder. It's not Zack Snyder this time, so they'll get a real boy for it. It won't be entirely CG. <laughs> no, Matthew it's literally just Andy Serkis. He's putting on. He's putting on a lot of muscle for his Black Panther role. So he like, hey, man. I mean, movie. and literally Andy Serkis can do anything. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah. The, Anything could, at they all. They could cast Andy Serkis to be Ben Affleck, Batman. Mm-hmm. And, and mocap it. Yeah. 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 Could totally... It'll look like Henry Cavill's upper Neither lip. Neither of you but... can give me one name. I really... I, I mean, dude, spot, like, it's, really it's such a name. weird... I mean, what do you... Uh, I mean, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln from uh, The Walking Dead. Ew. Bam. You asked for one. I really can't think of anything. I cannot wait for The Walking Dead to be over so I can see what else Andrew huh. Lincoln is going the to walking, do. No, we are The Walking Dead. That show's never going to end. We are. It's never going to end. Spoiler alert for The Walking Dead. We are The Walking Dead. Spoiler yeah. alert. It's never going to end. Um, I don't really know. I don't really even know. The thing is... I nominate Robert Anderson to play Batman. All right, yeah, I'm down Thank you that. very much. Mm-hmm. I'm a little short, but it's okay. It's fine. He can be a shorter Batman. It's a different yeah. interpretation. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Tom yeah. Cruise, you. Yeah, Frank, Frank, Frank Miller yeah. Batman's like a little. He's a stocky. He's a st- he's a stocky yeah. man, but he's still he's a tight man. <laughs> well, yeah. you're in control. Don't worry, we're gonna get you fit and thin. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I can't wait. We're gonna we're gonna give the you the, Batman the superhero. Out, yeah, mm-hmm. the superhero. The Nothing like, but Sam Pellegrino for you, boy. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we never got an appropriate break from Batman after Rises, though. That's my kind of issue. Like, I feel like we didn't have enough time to rest on Batman. Oh, and almost as if they were will. trying to capitalize disingenuously on just Batman's name? It's almost exactly like that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's good. You know, the thing is, like, it's weird just how Hollywood's like, let's strangle the thing as much as you can. It's like, you know that, like, if you just rest, if you just keep the thing out of the spotlight for a second, and then you bring it back... The amount of money you'll make that if you're concerned about dollar signs, that's gonna Maybe give it to you. Maybe take eight years in between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. What if we got mm-hmm. Matt Damon for Batman? Uh, still old though. <laughs> that would be great. No, I mean I like we it. Need ben, <laughs> we need Ben Affleck to do one more Batman movie so that Matt Damon can play the Riddler or Hush. Oh yeah, because yeah. Hush is like he disguises himself as Bruce Wayne. So spoiler alert. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean. Find me one person that's listening to the Justice League podcast that hasn't read the Hush arc from the Batman comics. You might have played less Super Smash Bros. It's hard to say. Or the same exact amount. I'll buy you um, beer for an hour. It'd be expensive for you. Thank you guys. Bad bet to make. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Battering. We are very, very close to the end of our journey with <gasps> Batman, but this is not the end. What? Really? The joke stand. That was one of the greatest smiles. I've ever. Oh my god, look at you right now. He really, oh, you're so happy. The listeners, you guys don't know, but he really is the jokester. Um, we have one more episode uh, planned. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to watch, what we're going to talk about. Why not? Um, I think it's good for it to be a surprise. Okay, no, I, I, I like that too. Surprise, cool. But, you know, uh, I, during that episode, we're going to talk a, a little bit about the fun movie we are going to watch, but... We're also going to say our kind of clothing thoughts to Batman as a whole. And I think the next episode we're doing is a unexpected but very important piece of the Bat Puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys tune into that because it's going to be super fun um, and loosey-goosey, I believe. But we'll see. Maybe I'll be uh, really strict and kind of weird. Loosey-goosey in comparison to the really tight structure that we maintain Absolutely. in the rest of these Because you guys know me. Right. I, I'm Oof, I'm looking to really shit. just like... Uh, yeah. mm. mm-hmm. Not an ounce of fat on this podcast. Oh, no. No fat. No chubs. Uh, but again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for following us on this journey. You guys might know, but there's a place where you can get more podcasts 
more articles, more things like that. It's score. What is it? What is it? It's StoryScreenBeacon.com. There you can find articles on movies, TV shows, and the like. You can find more podcasts on movies, TV shows, and the like. And you can buy t-shirts. Uh, they just they pretty much have the story screen logo on it, but they're, they're a lot of fun, and they're great. So please come on to the site, check out all that stuff. We have a lot of really amazing people who are working to put content up on there, and uh, we're some of those people as well. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all, all that you do. And if you watch Justice League, thanks. I, I appreciate it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. You did something. Good for you. If it gets us one step closer to the, the little Matt Reeves Batman movie, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. I want that. That's I want it. I want that. I want it. So, more power to that. So, uh, yeah. Thanks again, guys. And we'll see you for one more coming up really soon. Bye. Bye. See ya. I miss the days when one's biggest concern is exploding wind-up penguins.